up, guys? This is Real Estate Podcast, episode 131. Here with Griffin. I'm here with Trav. And I'm here with Adam. This week we watched The Doors. Finally? The Doors. Perception. Right? The Snores. <laughs> I kid. I kid. That's the parody. Yeah. And it's just, that's the sequel, and that's him laying there, uh, heroined out. Oh my god. The snores. So let me ask you, Adam, since you're more versed on this than I am for sure. Yeah, I feel like this is going to be Adam's wagon for real because he's. Well, he's I'm named, hitching my horse he, to it. He's name dropped the doors for many years, so I feel like he's more. More tapped so, in. So my question is these, this whole spro- spoken word thing that he's doing, mm-hmm. d- did that actually. Did it come out? Like, did he do that for real? An American Prayer. Is that what it is? Yeah. Like, just him talking? Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I it's on that. Spotify. I don't listen to that one. Everybody ready? The show's about to begin. And then they, like, play uh, music behind him talking, though. They ended up doing mm-hmm. that. Like, it's it's like Doors Instrumentals, and he's, he's talking just... over it. Right. He's spinning the yarn. Yeah, that came um, out. What a interesting fellow. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I read he, his... Uh, go ahead, man. Well, he just, like, became this... Character? Yeah, this this artificial thing. And he just embraced it. Well, it worked. Hard. Yeah, it did. Well... It worked too good, and then it started to backfire on his asshole. You know how you have those people that do shit like that? They like, like Lady Gaga, dress up all crazy. Yeah. You know, was he like the first one uh, to do this character? I was. I consider Jim Morrison to be the first legitimate rock star. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would. I would think so. I mean, I'm sure that there were. Well, I mean, think about Elvis. You know, you got people like that, of yeah. course. But like to take but, it, but to Elvis this level, was pretty close to being Elvis. Like, you right. know what I mean? Like he was—that's who he was all the time. Uh, I read an autobiography that Kevin. What was Kevin's name? Travis. Kevin Adams gave me a long time ago, maybe like 2006. And um, anytime they do like a documentary, that's the guy they bring on. He's like the damn, you know, right. He he holds the Jim Morrison files, right? Uh, you know what I mean, like. And everyone that knew him, they were like, "Man, he he liked comedy. He liked Mad Magazine, and right. he's always joking, like that serious person that they, you know, that we all see. Like that's not him. Yeah, that was just the rock star that he was playing, and he always felt like the Doors was temporary. It was just a temporary stop for him. He was. He didn't. He didn't want to do that forever. Right. Which book did you read? Ah, uh, let me pull it up. No one gets out of here alive. Maybe. Let me see. What's the I cover mean, look like? Has it got his face on it, and it's like red and yellow, and yeah, yeah, that's it. He's doing that pose, the Lizard King. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing the it. the shadow line or whatever. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever the fuck it is. Wow. because I'm interested. Yeah, that's a good book, man. They they walk you through the whole thing, like him growing up in his house and 
his dad being the general that was in charge of the a black flag operation that started the Vietnam War and right. you know that's why he kind of didn't like him. He moved well, around a lot. He moved around from Florida to you know Virginia, yeah. all over, man. Just so he never really. It was hard to make friends like that. Right. Just kind yeah. of a loner. Yeah. Which I get it. He's you big know, on I, comedy. I, I couldn't imagine constantly moving around. Nah, dude, fuck yeah. that. Being a military yeah. brat. No, pass. Oh, but his dad was real strict, as you could imagine. I mean, he's a he was an admiral in the damn, uh, you know, navy or right. whatever. So he was real strict on him. Like, if y'all yeah. seen pictures of him, like before, you know, before he was like, you know, the Jim Morrison, he looks like. A character from Happy Days, you know, he's got right. the sweater, his hair's cut and parted, yeah. and um, but I mean, he really took it to the next level for everybody. He kind of, they kind of redefined rock and roll in a way. If you really look at the big picture with it, I mean, they they didn't revolutionize it, but they kind of no. redefined what it is to be. A rock band. Be, yeah, to be a rock band. And just to, like, try to live up to what you're saying. You know? It's kind of like, you know, we watched uh, Lords of Chaos, and they were just bullshit. Well, they lived up to it, though. In the yeah. end, I mean, the one guy did. Well, yeah, the, I mean, yeah. But you know what I mean, though? Like, they were bullshitting the whole time. But Let me ask yeah. you this, though, man, because... I just did a quick Google. <laughs> the, Doors, uh, the band was formed in 1965. Right. The Rolling Stones was formed in 1962. Yeah. So, how come, like, why why are we looking at Jim Morrison like he's the, the number one rock? I guess Mick Jagger really didn't take it that far. No. Well, I mean, and you hear crazy stories and stuff about Mick Jagger. But he's still alive. <laughs> like, well, yeah. He and wasn't he can, too crazy. No. He can confirm or deny, you know. I just feel there's just something. To me, there's always been something about Jim Morrison that's like, I don't know. It's just kind of echoed through music in a way. I mean, I always liked their music. Mm-hmm. I always, And I kind of went down that rabbit hole a little bit. And I wish child went deeper. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because it's very interesting. And like, just imagine if he would have been a little bit less drunk all the time. Yeah. What they would be able to, what they would have been able to accomplish. You know what I mean? Because that was his drug of choice. Right. I mean, you know. But, and the musicianship too. It's just, uh, it's it's just, it was kind of ahead of its time. Yeah, he he's referred to as the drunken poet, but he didn't like that. Right. Like, everybody looked at him like he's a fool, which, there towards the end, he was acting kind of... Kind of a fool? Yeah, he's been a little bit of a dick. Not yeah. showing up for gigs. I mean, people pay all this money to see you, you don't show up. Or right. if you show up, you're too drunk to play. 
Um, the thing where he whipped his dick out is what did it. Yeah. Dude, America was going to cancel his ass. The door <laughs> was getting canceled. Yeah. Do you think that it was his finger, or do you think he really pulled his dick out? I don't know, man. Um, he claims it was his finger, and the people on the side of the stage do, but he was drunk, dude. Yeah. And, I, I mean, when you see a dick, you know the difference between a dick and a finger. Right. And after everybody saw it, everyone in the audience started getting naked. Like, they said at least, like, 80% of the crowd got naked. I mean, I probably would have got naked if yeah. I was there. And they're all, no. like, they're going around a bonfire. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why not? You just show up and you're just like, oh, okay. He whips his griffin out. Oh shit! Chess will be there. Let me see you. Yeah, trying to grab Pull it. it out. Yeah, well, Pull on it, super real. <laughs> I'm like, don't touch it, man. Come on, you're gonna make it hard. Stop. Um. Yeah, I mean, you know, but they released a shitload of albums. in a very short time. Yeah, a very short time. I guess when inspiration hits, you got to take advantage of it. It's just amazing how the music industry's changed so much between now and then, you know? Yeah, it'll, it, you know, usually, well, you'd be lucky to get one a year. Lucky. Yeah. Like, most bands are, what, one every two to three years? Something like that. But, I mean, these guys were just pumping fucking tune after tune out, you know? Mm-hmm. Nine records. In what, five years? Uh, like I that. think so. I mean, let's... Well, America, an American Prayer came out in 1978. This was after right. he was gone. Wasn't there two albums that came out after his passing? When did he die? Do we know that? Hang on. Let's go to the fucking wiki here. Let's do some digging here on the Durs. Uh, well, he died in 71. They dropped a record in 72. Yeah. And I, I, I believe he's on it, though. Let's see. I have a, a huge Doors discography, and there's a lot of music in there that's just the band playing. And Ray uh-huh. Manzarek, like that Travis, that's Ray yeah. Manzarek from the Doors. That's the Doors playing that. And the keyboardist is singing that. You know, they're just fucking around. That's uh, crazy. Let me eat my burrito. Why don't you go home? It's funny. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't there. You know, a lot of times when they were... they That's what would happen, though, when they were writing the records. When people write records now, usually there's like... Especially if it's like a big pop star, big act. Yeah. You know, there'll be like 16 people involved in writing these songs. And uh, the Doors... The band, you know, minus Jim, they just got together and wrote the music. Yeah, yeah. they're just jamming. And then he would come in with a songbook and which was poetry. Yeah. And just fit it over the music, so and be like, I spy with my little eye. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know. The needle of thing. a thread and a camel with a tie. Mm-hmm. He had some weird shit, mm-hmm. like yeah, he was operating on some next shit. But, you know. I think it's called acid. Yeah. He's yeah. like, it's just but some low-grade acid. What's crazy is, um, you know, doing a little digging myself, you know, they played at the 
they were the house band at what the Roxy. I think so. It wasn't whiskey a go go. It was some. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure it was the Roxy. And uh, they played two sets a night, and they had Damn. to fill that time. Yeah, and they had to fill that time. So that that's how they got those longer, like the end. You know, they just drew, just kept adding to it and adding to it because they had to fill fill all that time in, and that's well, they how just they played the end for for. Well, the track on the album's what ten, eleven minutes long. Yeah, it's long. Yeah, so I mean, they refine that over the course of fucking God knows how long. But I guess that if you're put in a position like for us, for example. If we're like, okay, guys, you guys are going to be doing your sound and you're going to play two sets a night. And on top of that, you're probably going to have a lot of people lingering over from the first crowd. So try to make it as unique, each set as unique as possible. And you're going to have to play like Thursday, Friday, Saturday night. You know what I mean? That's a lot of fucking music. You know, that's a lot of shit. But you know what I mean, like yeah, yeah. So no wonder they cranked all those albums out because Sleazy. they probably wrote a lot of that shit while they were performing at the Rock. Okay. Fix this real quick. So they had a residency in 1969 or 66 at the Rundown and Sleazy's. Oh, uh-huh. uh, okay. they played there. Right. Uh, and then they uh, they were the house band at both of those venues. Wow. Uh, and then they graduated to the Whiskey A Go Go, where they were the house band later that year. No. I mean, that month. From wow. February to May, they were playing in the other two. And then May, they picked that one up. And they would do, uh, let's see, they'd do like 20 minute, or no, 29 minute, like jam sessions. Yeah. And just play forever. Like, you know why people are tripping on acid and stoned, and it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect hippie music. So, yeah. Well, they really refined their craft during that time for sure. This is when Morrison would, uh, you know, in the movie, he wouldn't face the crowd for the longest time. Yeah. And then they're like, "Give them what they want." He turned around, whipped his dick out, started <laughs> smacking people in the face with it. He said, "You ought to see it." This dude fucked everybody, man. Did he? Yeah, dude. You know that woman that wrote the book about fucking all those rock stars? Yeah. She almost fucked him. Why didn't she? She had him backstage and they were making out. And it was getting heated. And then they could hear the doors. The band actually started playing. Ooh. So he was like pulling his pants up, running to the stage, you know? And she was like, damn. Almost had him. Another fucking notch in the belt. Yeah. Well, you know, I probably would have fucked too. We need to see the uncut version where he fucks Andy Warhol. The uncut version of his dick? Yeah. (laughs) You think he fucked Andy Warhol? I mean, dude, he... (laughs) I don't know. We're just talking about He gave him a golden phone. Said he could talk to God. Um, Let's just talk about the movie in and of itself for a minute. Let's talk about this fucking award-worthy fucking performance. Yeah, you can't argue with that. Val Kilmer was Jim Morrison. Yeah. 
Absolutely. And then the guy that played Rayman Derek, was that not the dude from Dune? Yeah, the guy from fucking Blue. Yeah, all Blue. those. Yeah. Yeah, McLaughlin or McLaughlin, I think. Yeah, he did a great job as well. Yeah, but I mean, for the longest time, dude, when I would see pictures, like when I look, when you look at a picture of Jim Morrison, I'm like, nah, that ain't Jim Morrison. And then I, I'm like, that's him, the one with Val Kilmer dressed up like him. Yeah, right. I'm like, that's Jim Morrison. I mean, he could have been a second incarnation of him. He you nailed it I mean? in the like, movie. Yeah. Kind of sound like him. Yeah. I mean, it was enough to be passable, which is fine. I mean, it's not hard to do your Jim and uh, your Jim Morrison. It's really approach, not. But, you know. But you got to do it and look like him. Yeah. Well, and that's hard to do, especially. If I can't look like, like him. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not the fucking Lizard King or whatever no, the fuck dude. you are. I'm not Mr. Mojo Rising. <laughs> I want to find out, like, I wish I could have been there when that Just happened. to ask some questions? Yeah. Like, Just, here's where I'm going to start. Why? Yeah. You know? why, why Mr. Mojo Rising? Yeah. What significance does that have? You know the story about the wreck on the road and the Indians scattered all over the road? <laughs> Yeah. Now, his mother and his father and his brother, they were like, ah, it was like a little fender bender. It wasn't that bad. Right. But he was a kid when he saw it, and he always thought he had some Indian, yeah. you know, some Indian trapped inside of his body. It's like, all right, dude, calm down. Like, <laughs> I mean, I feel like that every now and then. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> like, whenever I get around Corey White, and I'm like, damn. Then I'm like, I know for sure that I'm not, you know. Indian? Yeah. I mean, you can look at I that. I think the the amount of hair that you can grow tells us you do not have an Indian <laughs> trapped in your body. Uh, I mean, it grows everywhere, dude. It's not even fucking fair. Griffin can uh, grow. A, he got a five o'clock shadow on his knuckles. <laughs> <laughs> I do though. It's crazy. I shook his hand one time and I hit those stubs. I was like, "Damn, dude." Yeah, sorry, I got to shave My legs would be that hairy if I didn't have to wear pants, pants all, the all the time. Yeah. But I get that from my grandfather, though. Like, he is like gorilla. You know what I'm saying? So hairy, he's like a comic book character? Yeah, like that's his superpower, growing hair. Hair man foo? Yeah. <laughs> I'd watch a fucking movie with my grandpa in it. Playing Hair Man Foo? Yeah, for sure, man. Um, it's amazing that, that Oliver Stone did this. He was a big Doors fan. I can see it. I mean, he treated it with respect. Yeah. As much respect as you can treat, you know, that time and place. And this was and one of the earlier biopics. Yeah, it came out real early. What was that one? There's one before about the La Bumba. I think that came out before. Maybe. Yeah, you know, uh, Richie Valley. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this came out, what, 80-something? 88, 89? The movie we're watching right now. Did it not? 1991. Oh, 91. Oh. I mean, you know, I was close. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I said 88, 89. Come on, give me some credit. So, um, 
How many times do you think that you've uh, watched it? I've seen it a few. Yeah, Lost I've got count. it on. I've got it on DVD. I wish I had it on Blu-ray. Meg Ryan's performance was great. She did pretty good. Um, everybody. I don't Michael even know Madsen. the cast. Michael yeah, Madsen. yeah, he was in it. He's like, calm down, Jim. He's all <laughs> fucked up, you know. When they're on the plane. Yeah. He's like, what's your name? Joe Gage. <laughs> that was Joe Gage, the actor. Remember when he first met him? Yeah. He's like, nice cock. Yeah. Because he I'm whipped his dick out film. in a movie. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Oliver Stone's got a pretty good list of movies here. Wait, Billy Idol was in this movie? Yeah. I'm pretty sure he was one of the guys that hung around with. He played Cat. Yeah. What? I know that. Oh, Oh, yeah, I see him now. He was the guy with the long hair. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. Just look different. But, yeah. It's a biopic. Well, this is some of the... um, <clears throat> selections that he directed. He directed Platoon. Mm-hmm. Great Wall movie. Street, Wall Street. Good movie. Talk Radio. You ever seen that? Got Alec Baldwin in it. Is he playing and Rush Limbaugh? Uh, I haven't seen that. Dan. Um, born on the 4th of July, uh, the doors, JFK, Teen JFK, natu- natural born killers, Antino, Nixon, any given Sunday, Alexander world trade center, W wall street, money never sleeps, savages, Snowden, and he's currently in pre-production under a movie called white lies. White lies? Yeah. White cake. Starring Benicio um, Del Toro. Yeah. A story tracing through three generations that portrays a child of divorce now repeating his parents' mistakes in his own marriage and with his troubled son. Feeling trapped, he embarks on a lust-filled journey to free himself, but only becomes more lost. When he meets a woman whose life is in the opposite of his own, he begins a journey of rediscovery. I don't know about that. I mean, it's got Benicio Del Toro. I'll watch it. Have y'all seen Wall Street? I have, but it's been it's been a long long time. time. It's a pretty good movie, but do you think Platoon might be his damn work of art? Platoon's a great movie. Well, you know, he was in Vietnam. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That's why he wanted to do that movie so bad, and that's why it's like. You know, it's kind of spot on. Yeah. People that were in Vietnam, they're that they're like, yeah, that's that's Vietnam. Was that the one where the dude he was like, change your fucking socks because he had that foot rot? Um, 
think it was a platoon. Yeah. 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 The black guy's feet were like rotting off, and it's because he didn't change his socks, and they were wet all the time. Ooh. Um, and then that's the one where they're like raiding those villages, and they to save bullets. There's a there's a kid that's got some kind of issue, you know. I don't say it, but uh, they crush his head with the gun yeah. to save bullets because it's not worth the bullets. Right. Shit like that. Yeah. War shit. Yeah, Vietnam shit. Yeah. It's got a fucking great cast. I need to watch it. I haven't watched it in so long. That's yeah, a good yeah. movie. And that scene of dude, you know, when they blow that shit up behind him. Yeah. He runs out, throws his arms up. What's his name? Ah, what's his name? Um, he was a bad guy William, in that Spider-Man movie. Yeah, William Dafoe. Oh yeah, that's a good Great. movie though. Yeah, we need to do that sometime. We need to do the whole Vietnam series. I agree. And by saying that, I only know of two: Platoon uh, and what's the other one? Apocalypse Now. Yeah, and we need to watch the. The new one, that new cut they're going to release. So this is what we've got. Uh, Apocalypse Now, Platoon, Full Metal Jacket, We Were Soldiers, The Deer, Deer Hunter. Hunter. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Born on the Fourth of July, which Born on the Fourth of July is a good follow-up to that. Have you ever seen that? Mm-mm. It's got um, Tom Cruise in it, and he's like a veteran that comes back, and he's being treated like shit. And that's directed by Oliver Stone, too, right? Right. Um, yeah, it says in the mid-1960s suburban New York teenager Ron Kovic enlists in the Marines, fulfilling what he sees as his patriotic duty. During his second tour in Vietnam, he accidentally kills a fellow soldier during a retreat and later becomes permanently paralyzed in battle. Returning home to an uncaring veterans administration bureaucracy and to people on both sides of the political divide who don't understand what he went through, Kovic becomes an impassioned critic of the war. It's uh, it's good. It's a really good performance from uh, from Mr. Cruz there. Well, when I look at the list, I'm like, you for sure got to watch Apocalypse Now, Platoon, Full Metal Jacket. Yeah. Uh, the Deer Hunter is very long. I'm very down. long. Yeah. But it's got fucking Robert De Niro. You know, this is the one with the scene where they're playing Russian roulette. Yeah. And he's playing it with Cowbell. Yeah. And it's crazy. He's like, you need more bullets. <laughs> You've only got one in there. Well, here's the 10 best Vietnam War movies of all time. All right, so number 10, The Fog of War, 11 Lessons from the Life of Robert S. McNamara. It's a documentary, Rescue Dawn, which has Christian Bale, Steve Zahn, and Jeremy Davies deliver staggering, physically brutal performances as three prisoners of war. And Werner Herzog's intimate depiction of survival in Vietnam, a surprising departure from the director's more experimental art house ventures. 
Bell Stars is the real life Dieter Dingler, a <laughs> Navy pilot who was shot down over Laos in prison and routinely tortured for six months before his rescue. I kind of want to watch that. No first I've blood? Heard, uh, no. We got Coming Home, Good Morning Vietnam, Born on the Fourth of July, Platoon, Full Metal Jacket, Apocalypse Now, Hearts and Mind, and The Deer Hunter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm down for a Vietnam uh a Vietnam we gotta do Vietnam. Vietnam we we gotta do World War Two, right? Yeah. I mean we gotta we can do Schindler's list. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I mean Have you seen it? Are, oh Schindler's list? Yeah. Yeah. That's a long ass movie. I know. It's fucking devastating. The scene, man, where the the little girl comes walking out in the red. Yeah. That's the only thing you can see with color. Yeah. And he's like watching her go up the middle. Pretty cool. Yeah. And then two hours later you see it in a dusty yeah. fucking wheelbarrow. It's rough. So this is the World War Two movies that we've got on here. Same Brian. Brian. Yeah. Well, Dunkirk, Fury, and Glorious Bastards, Hacksaw Ridge, Valkyrie, Letters from Iwo, Iwo Jima, Flags of Our Fathers, The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, Unbroken, Defiance, Downfall, Black Book, Saving Private Ryan, Schindler's List, Pearl Harbor, uh, Das Boot, <laughs> The Pianist, Enemy at the Gates, Patton, The Thin Red Line. I've never seen that. The Thin Red Line? Yeah. I think I have, but it was a long time ago. I haven't watched Hacksaw Ridge. And Travis said that movie was good as fuck. Yeah. It, I, I watched it, and I, I really liked it. Uh, I've heard Das Boot is quintessential viewing. I've never seen that either. Won a lot of awards and all that. Yeah, the Thin Red Line's got Nick Nolte and Sean Penn. I've seen that one. It was a long time ago, though. Adrian Brody, Jim Caviezel, George Clooney, John Cusack, Matt Doran. I thought it was Damon. I don't know why I mentioned him. Directed by Terrence Malick. He was that name for some reason. So he directed uh, Badlands, Days of Heaven, Thin Red Line, The New World, The Tree of Life, To the Wonder, Knights of Cups, to A Hidden Life, and then he's working on one called The Last Planet. Oh shit, y'all check this out. Hang on, I'm going to send it. Look who's in the Thin Red Line. Young as fuck. Oh shit, the Joker's in it. Very little. Yeah. Cross dressing. We gotta watch that fucking movie, dude. We've I haven't got, seen it. We Dallas Buyers Club? Watch. You seen yes, it, Trav? Dude. What movie? Dallas Buyers Club? No. Dude. It is so fucking. Like, you'll. We already love McConaughey, but do you wanna take that love to the next level? Is he really good in it? I mean, he steals the show, dude. Him and Jared Leto 
going back and forth, living together. It's just amazing. Yeah, I'll watch it. I've been saving it for it. the pod. Yeah, it's uh, it's one of my favorites for on the reel. I don't want to build it up too much, but uh, Casablanca is a World War Two movie. Is it? Wanna, yeah. Oh. The uh, the Wolfpack Brothers. That was one of the uh, uh, movies on their top thirty. Casablanca. Yeah. I mean, along with that, and what was that movie that... Citizen Kane? Yes, those two are supposed to be like some of the greatest movies of all time. I've seen Citizen Kane. I went down a rabbit hole on, uh, what's his name? Um, What's his damn name? Got a weird name. Damn, the guy that directed Orson it. Orson Welles. Welles, yeah. And um, he spent years making that movie, dude. Had to do reshoots and millions of dollars like right it's supposed to be one of the greatest movies ever made well we got to do that too let's see right here greatest movies of all time all right let's let's just let's see what we got here google's like wait a minute yeah so you want to go to Hollywood Reporter or IMDb? What do you think? IMDb? Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, number one, The Godfather. Agreed. Number two, The Shawshank Redemption. Agreed. Number three, Schindler's List. Oh, yeah. Number four, Raging Bull. Good movie. Five is Casablanca. Six is Citizen Kane. Seven is Gone with the Wind. Eight is The Wizard of Oz. Nine is One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. Ten is Lawrence of Arabia. Eleven is Vertigo. Twelve is Psycho. Thirteen is Godfather Part Two. Fourteen is On the Waterfront. Fifteen is Sunset Boulevard. 16, Forrest Gump, 17, Sound of Music, 18, 12, Angry Man, 19, West Side Story, 20, Star Wars Episode 4, 21, 2001, Space Odyssey, 22, E.T., Silence of the Lambs, Chinatown, The Bridge Over the River Kwai, Singing in the Rain, It's a Wonderful Life, Dr. Strangelove, Some Like It Hot, Ben-Hur, Apocalypse Now, Amadeus, The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Gladiator, Titanic, Here from Eternity, From Here to Eternity, Saving Private Ryan, Unforgiven, Raiders of the Lost Ark, Rocky. That was 40. What's weird about that list is, I don't know, what's that list made up of? Just some people got together and decided? Because they have one list sorted by the ratings, and it's a oh, little different. They? Yeah, it's let's, got a. Uh, let's hear that. Well, you know, it's got Shawshank Redemption. This has got 250. I'm not going that far. 
Right. It's got Shawshank Redemption number one, The Godfather, The Dark Knight, Godfather Part Two, Lord of the Rings, Return of the King, Pulp Fiction, Schindler's List, Twelve Angry Men, Inception, Fight Club. That's the top ten. Wow. That's a little more my tempo. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And we're going by ratings. Yeah. Um and if you keep scrolling, it goes on forever. And when you, yeah. you keep going, it's like, oh yeah, this is bearded away for sure. Yeah. Um, and that's by the ratings. Number 21, Endgame. Yeah, see? 22, Interstellar. Uh, 7. I that fucking love that movie. What's in the box? Yeah, I love it. The Green Seven's, Mile? Green Mile's a great movie. It is. Can't forget Silence of the Lambs. We watched that recently. You did? Yeah. Whiplash is uh, on here, number 35. Yeah, I saw That's a that. good list. The Prestige. Ooh. The Departed. Mm. Now, I think that should go a little higher. Yeah. But there's yeah. a lot of movies. <laughs> right. American History X. Surprise they went there. Usual Suspects. Have you seen The Professional? I have. That's a pretty good movie, man. Yeah. Dude, the yeah. Usual Suspects. How Kaiser good is usual? Yeah, I know. And I'd never seen that. I think I bought it on Blu-ray. Because you'd been talking yeah. about it, and I bought it when I, I saw it, and I watched it, and I was just like, oh, man. I was like, dude, you got to fucking hell of see a this. Movie. It is. Well, Stephen Baldwin's performance in it's fantastic. Like, that dude, and, and Kevin Spacey, like, Dude, I don't care what Kevin Spacey did. Or I, did I, I don't, I don't, nothing about nobody's personal life. Yeah. We can't sit here and say he wasn't a great actor. Because everything you've ever seen him in, he killed. Yeah. Well, I mean, let's go down that fucking rabbit hole for a second. Um, let's see. Let, let's see. All right. We're going to start from the top. House of Cards. I haven't watched it. What but, I've seen, amazing. Right. Uh, Billionaire it. Boys Club. I, I haven't, haven't seen, seen that. that. Baby Driver. Oh, shit. Uh, Rebel in the Rye, Nine Lives, Elvis and Nixon. This came out. He played Nixon? Yeah. This came out in 2016. Yeah, it was a newer version, and it had a... What's it's got his Michael name? Shannon yeah, in it. he plays oh. Elvis. Oh, my. Why I've seen I it. Seen it's serious. Uh, like it's not funny like that other one. Right. Uh, horrible bosses too. Um, horrible bosses. Let's see, Casino Jack. Moon. He plays the voice of the computer. Twenty one, which was okay. He played Alex Luther. Now. I don't know. Travis may agree or disagree with me with this, but when I heard that Kaiser Soze himself was being cast as Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. I was Perfect so fucking casting. excited. It really was, dude. Perfect. Uh, I forgot that he was in Austin Powers. Holy shit. K-Pax, which I like. Yeah. Pay it forward. Pay it forward is good, but it's yeah. so fucking sad. Bad as fuck, dude. American Beauty. Oh man, 
one of my personal favorites. How good is that movie? I mean, he he killed it, dude. Anytime I see a bag, yeah, just floating floating around, the- I'm like American Beauty. Yeah, you're like, where's my camera? Yeah. Then of course he was in Seven. He was in Outbreak, Usual Suspects, um, Swimming with Sharks, The Ref. I haven't seen that movie in years. The Ref. Yeah. It's got. Oh, I remember this. This guy like kidnaps him. Yeah, like he's holding him hostage. Yeah, and it's all what's his name? Dennis, Dennis Leary. Leary. Yeah. Ties him and his wife up. Yeah. I remember that. Uh, I mean, he's got a fucking huge, huge credits. 86 credits. Nine lives. Let me see what this is. Oh, it's a cat movie. A stuffy businessman finds himself trapped inside the body of his family's cat. That was to pay the bills, right? I guess. Where are you seeing that? Uh, that's on his what year? Thing, 2016. That's way up here. Yeah. Uh, remember the movie where the guy was trapped in the dog? The dad yeah. was like trapped on the dog. Right. So it's just like that. It's just a cat. Yeah. I guess that was to pay the bills. That's why I would have done it. He did a voice, right? Sounds like wholesome family movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, it is. Like the, like the shaggy dog. Yeah. You guys remember the original Disney version of that movie? Yes. I remember. I just always I just always thought it was weird that Tim Allen did like a theatrical. Oh yeah, I see that. Do y'all remember what? the one the the dad from Growing Pains was like trapped in the family dog or something? Yeah, that's the Disney one without Alan Thick, is that his name? Yeah. Okay, so that was the Shaggy Dog? Mm-hmm. Okay. Alan Thick. Robin Thick. Yeah, that's his son. What was that song? Blurred Lines. <laughs> yeah, you already know. Yeah. I know you want it. Anyway, back to the doors. You know he didn't make any money off that song? Why? Because they stole the music from Oh shit. Marvin Gaye. It was Marvin Gaye ripoff tune. Uh, and Marvin Gaye's son took him to court and got every penny that that song made. Is that why Robin fucking superior to the nether? I think he got he had after that there was a divorce from his wife and she kinda took half his money and he started smoking a lot of weed and got depressed. She was black. He was married to a black chick. What? Yeah, I mean, so thick dog. This said, what did Robin Thick die of? He ain't dead. Heart attack. No, I'm Alan Thick. Heart. Yeah. I don't know why they put that on there. Yeah, Alan Thick. So he. Go look at here. Go look at here. Right here. Check out old Robin Thicke's old lady. Not anymore, but. Paula? Paula Patton. She's famous for something. Hmm. Actress or something. Uh, model? Whoa. You'd almost see nipple. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You can see the the pasty that's covering the nipple. Yeah. 
aerate it. Yeah. <laughs> well, she's an actress. Is she? Yeah, she was in Hitch. Ghost Protocol. Two Guns. Warcraft. Deja Vu. Wasn't bad. Two Guns wasn't bad. Y'all see that? No. It was uh, Denzel Washington and Mark Wahlberg. They were like kind of buddy cop movie. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I watched We'll go home, you'll go to jail. Yeah. How come that movie wasn't on that list? Mm-hmm. Training Day? Was, was Training Day pre or post 9-11? I think it was pre, wasn't it? I'll find why, out. I don't know why that'd be relevant, but... Uh, 2001. <laughs> yeah. Wow. What what month? October. David Ayer wrote it. Wow. That's a so good movie, guy, dude. So David Ayer wrote Training Day. Oh, he Suicide also, Squad? Yeah, he wrote Suicide, uh, Suicide Squad, SWAT, Training Day, Fast and the Furious, the original, U571. Harsh Fury. Times. Sabotage, End of Watch. They did a t- Training Day TV series? Yeah. Wow. They didn't do well. They did bright. He's working on the second one. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. I watched it. I just remember Thug Washington and uh, Cypress Hill when I think of Training Day. Yeah. He did that End of Watch, too. That's a pretty good movie. That's got, yeah. Does that have Let Me Put You in Your Pocket in it? Yeah. Isn't it in the Watch the Police movie? Yeah. It's Jake Gyllenhaal and the, what's his name? <coughs> put You in My Pocket. Yeah, Michael Pena. Michael Pena. Training Day's good, though. Remember the first time I watched it, I was like, God damn. Right. So I get surgical with this bitch, Jay. <laughs> the shotgun. Damn, I know you like to get wet. It's full of lines. Yeah. And every line is Denzel Washington. Like, um. So the doors. Perception. Yes. Uh, what was the favorite part? I think the coolest, one of the best scenes in the movie was when they're getting together for Thanksgiving and there's just this huge freak out. You killed. Just the way this scene was shot. Yeah. Him and her yelling at each other. Everybody's like, ah, we're getting the fuck out. And They're like, we just got engaged or married and it's ruining everything. Hmm. And then the scene where he's at Andy Warhol's club or whatever it is and he goes in there and it's all weird the band's like dude we're out of here man yeah he's like come on guys do some heroin you know (laughs) like uh um and he gives him the phone he hands him a golden phone and he says someone gave it to me and they told me that i could talk to god on it but i don't know what to say i'm gonna give it to you and he takes the phone, like, gives it some he's, homeless guy outside, like. He's walking around with the phone. Mm-hmm. A rotary phone. Yeah. Now, if if somebody came up to you, Adam, and this is the first time you've ever met them, and they're like, 
I got this phone. Is it Andy Warhol? Uh, it's me dressed as Andy Warhol. Okay. <laughs> In this hypothetical situation. And I'm like, I got this phone. And you can talk to God. But, First um, thing I'm asking is, is this real gold? <laughs> is this try. gold plated? Like try uh, to push it in with my teeth? Yeah, yeah. And then I take it and try to sell it. Okay. Well, I'll be sure when I get a God phone not to give it out of G. I'd pick it up saying the line's busy. He's a busy man. <laughs> yeah. <right. laughs> Um, one of my favorite scenes was when they were performing at the whiskey and just the way that it was shot, like that huge, you see the crowd, you see them up on stage when they're doing the end, they're doing that song. Mm -hmm. It's just, there's something that, that part sticks in my brain so much. Every time I think about that movie, that's what comes to my head. So the first time they really play it. Yeah. Yeah. Father, your son. Oh, yeah. Do y'all remember that the guy, the uh, club owner that was like, get this fucking guy out of here. I've seen him in something. Do I recognize that guy? Uh, He's like an Italian dude. He was in something. Wait, wait. I know what he was in. He what said, snap, Ventura, double homicide. He yeah. was Guado and fucking, yeah. what you call it, Ace Ventura. Ace Ventura. I don't know Guado. <laughs> I would try to establish a motive. <laughs> the perp saw the size of the bug's dick and became extremely jealous. <laughs> Not kissing makeup. That was Guado. I was sitting there watching it like, where would I know that guy from? Yeah. He's like, nobody's going to fuck their mother on my stage. <laughs> but here's what happened. They got signed, but they get outside. The dude's like, here's my card. Yeah. You guys are going to be big. Because it was something at the time, you're just like, this is different. Yeah. Well, I mean, dude, in the span of just a few months, they were the house band. At some of the, Dude, Whiskey A Go-Go is like one of the biggest yeah. venues in what, Los Angeles? Yeah. Ever? Tupac has played there. I mean, he probably that. still is, you know? Yeah, he works there. Bouncer. <laughs> He's just handing out drinks. I bet would it be funny if if six nine stitches Tupac out? Oh my the world <laughs> He really will end up dead then. A few years ago, Raymond Zarek died. Yeah, I remember seeing that. Well, um, didn't they come in and uh, <laughs> and meet with Oliver Stone and try to help him out a little? Yeah, bit? they worked on the movie. I mean, so it's I seen the behind the scenes shit. You watch the special features for sure. Yeah. I even, back in the day, I listened to the commentary with uh, Oliver Stone. I bet that was pretty good. All right. Wasn't it weird how he, how he, uh, he got, whenever he met that fucking journalist chick. Mm -hmm. And they do that witch shit. Yeah. Oh, they got that fucking blood wedding? Yeah. yeah. What's funny, she's like, You married me and he's like, I just I was high and it just kinda seemed like something fun to do. Yeah. At the time. Like, Did we get married? And she said, I'm pregnant and he was like, Well, I mean if you keep it, it's yours. Yeah. He's kind of a dick that. about it. He was like, I don't really want a kid. 
Especially with your crazy ass. So did did she? I don't know. His? I don't know if she had the baby. But several years later, I've watched a few interviews with her. She got real fat. And she was redheaded and got fat. And she'd always talk about her weird satanic rituals with him. And <laughs> he's like, I don't know. I was stoned. It just seemed like something cool to do. Yeah, I was just, you know. Good answer. Yeah. I'll take I was stoned and it looked like something cool to do for 300, Alex. <laughs> All right. You get the next pick. Yeah. No, Daily Double. Um, I saw recently, this doesn't matter. I always liked Alex Trebek and I hate that he's got cancer and all this shit's happened to him, but y'all know his cancer was going away. He was doing real good. They took him off chemo and everything. And and last week he put a video up on YouTube talking about how come back and he's got to do chemo again. And he'd be real lucky to get rid of that. Cause I think he's got pancreatic cancer. It's a motherfucker. Unless you're, I don't know. On the Supreme Court. Yeah. Well, you know, they got the cure for it. So, um, he's been doing Jeopardy for for how long? Like thirty whole years. Life. <laughs> yeah, at least. I think that's why know? I like him. Yeah. Like he's always been there. Right. Right. When I was a kid, there were three people that no matter what, every day they were going to be on TV. Yeah. Bob Barker. Yeah. Alex Trebek. And Pat Sajak. Every yeah. day. Every day. Back to back. You already know. Wouldn't it be funny if if when he, if if he dies? I mean, sometime he's got to leave the show. Yeah. Now, when he shaved the mustache, could have slapped him. Yeah. Like, dude, iconic. Um, you are the stash. That's like the guy over here at Channel 19 that shaved his mustache. Did he shave his? He did. Oh my God! What's his name? It's not Gary Dobbs. Um, I know who you're talking about. Dark hair guy. Yeah. Been there forever. He shaved his mustache. He shaved it, dude. Oh, dude, he's had it for like 80 years. (laughs) I know, right? Let's see. What is it? I know his name. I just can't think of it. Come on, search it. But um. Wouldn't it be funny when Alex Trebek leaves if they give the job to Steve Harvey? Oh, my God. I would watch that. Have y'all watched, what is it, Family Double? What is it, Double Dare? What's it called? Family Feud. Family Feud. Have y'all seen that with him on it? Oh, yeah. He's funny. He is. Like, every episode, <laughs> you'll laugh at him. It's just his reactions. You said what? Well, my thing is, is like, they set these people up kind of to give these ridiculous answers. Yeah. And then he's like, no, you didn't just say it. No. No, you didn't just say that. I know damn well. So look at this mug shot that I just pulled up. and Tell me what's going on with this dude's face. All right. I'm just going. Mm. Oh, why did it do that? don't like that file. Yeah, why? If I click it. Oh, whoa. He's got here. I'll I'll repost it. You got it? I got it, man. I'll screenshot the actual picture. Um, He looks like he's going to tell you to have an A one day. Don't even. I don't know. Why is everybody fighting? (laughs) (laughs) 
That was fucking spot on. I've been working on it, man. I've been working on my... Uncle Hank. Yeah. Why is my... What's my dad? What's up with this guy's face? Where'd you see this? On Channel 19? Yeah. He's from Boaz. He looks like he's from Boaz. Yeah. Um, He's on meth. What was he arrested uh, for? Uh, I don't know. I didn't read that oh. far into it. I mean, he's on drugs, dude. I can see his cheekbones. Yeah. He looks like a living skeleton. Yeah. With hair. Where's his crossbow? Uh, <laughs> where is his crossbow? I'm going here so I can find him. Oh, he ain't here. Well, are we going to... Um... Rate it? Yeah, let's rate it. I give it a star. I like the doors, and I think it I was like a pretty I, good. I feel like if I, like the way Adam just delivered his rating hmm. was like if the DVD was sitting up on like a podium, Adam just came running in from the other room, did like a little like twirl, slapped yeah. that star on that fucking I give thing it a star. Right Two stars. They just came running like I gave it a star. Pow, pow, I mean, it's run. a pretty for a biopic. It's pretty good, man. They all nailed their parts. It's. You know, there might be some slow points in the movie, but you uh, can see yeah. they did a good job. Give it a star, man. I've always liked it. His Jim Morrison was spot on. Even the guy, everybody, dude, the guy playing the guitar player, Robbie, the drummer, yeah. the the Ray, the guy looked just like Raymond Zarek. Looked just like him. Yeah. But yeah, and I enjoyed the. Uh, we watched the. The ultimate cut. Which really, I'll be honest with you, couldn't tell the difference. Could y'all I mean I couldn't tell the difference really. in this cut and any other cut I've ever seen. Like I, I like, like the, it's a it's a cut where maybe people in scenes walk maybe two seconds further. Well, they actually removed like two or three minutes from the movie. Like we lost yeah. movie. I like that scene at the end though. Them doing LA Walmart. Oh yeah. In the that studio, was cool, yeah. And it's like they're all in there playing together. Yeah, and he's on the toilet. The only thing that would have been better is if he would have been getting a blowjob while he was on yeah. the toilet. <laughs> well, I just got in a jail about an hour ago. Playing the organ, no lead to light my fire. But uh, you wanna uh. You want to rate it, Trevor? You want me to go first? I'll go. I give it a, you know, same as Adam, man. The thing about the movie is that, like, on a cinematic level, too, you can tell that this movie had, in some way, had to be. Like, when people were doing Bohemian Rhapsody and all of the other biopics. Is this the template? I feel like it is, man. To me, I feel like all the other movies kind of, they take from this one. I get you on that, because it's like the template for a yeah. musician biopic. <laughs> I agree with I mean, that, I could say. I'm sure there were, you know, there were obviously many before, but when I mean, you think of like coming to theaters, you know, that type of thing, this is the template. I do like the one 
the one they did with Elton John, but that wouldn't work for the Doors, I don't think. Can you imagine they're like sitting there doing Harewood and he just bust out the song and dance? Like, uh, uh, be, nodding off be in the corner. It'd be two hours of gibberish. Yeah. It would be like watching an inside joke that we don't, like, we're not in on. Yeah, the show's about to begin. Then he just falls asleep. We watch like, him sleep for 10 minutes. <laughs> There's a movie happening, dude. So, uh, yeah, I'm going to give it the full star as well. I mean, just like Travis just said, this is and should forever be the template for any biopic, especially like this. I think that they should pull from two sources, The Doors or Rocket Man. Those are the only two, the only two things that they need to be pulling inspiration from. I mean, because think about it, like, Bohemian Rhapsody was just kind of copy and paste. It was. Of the Doors movie. I mean, you know. All of them, dude. Even that Johnny Cash movie. <laughs> the Ray Charles movie. Like, like as, someone, as someone who's only aware of the Doors through their hits, like, I, don't, I haven't taken the deep dive like, like Adam or you have given. Just from a pure movie standpoint, you know what I mean? It, 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 it worked. Yeah. Yeah. And it got you into it and out of the real world for two hours. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're invested in this character. Even though you know his final fate, you're still invested in the journey that he went on and Right, like like right from the get go and dude's personality, like like he sucks you right on for the ride right off right off the bat. Oh yeah. She's like, Why don't you use doors? I was like, <laughs> <laughs> Easy, motherfucker. It's yeah. so meta. Yeah, that was. It's like, you know, a movie about the doors. Who'd watch that? Want to look at the camera? Us, you know. Oh, when you said lead guy from, I didn't know you were talking about the black dude from Westworld. Yeah. So he's gonna be good as fuck, dude. Yeah, right. I thought you were talking about the guy playing the cowboy. No, 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 no. No, nah, that's, that's a good James one. Marsden. That's Cyclops. Yeah, that's good casting, right? Go ahead go ahead and announce it here. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Did we talk about that before the pod? Yeah. Did we? Yeah. So it's Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. The black guy from... I, I'm just... You mean he's black, you know. The black guy <laughs> from Westworld, the doctor. Yeah. That, you know, is it every episode? Yeah. Is going to play Commissioner Gordon? In every episode of Westworld, he has a line that's like, that's not in your code. He was in another show. Oh, wait, y'all. Dude, that guy I saw before Westworld, (coughs) I saw him in uh, Boardwalk Empire. Oh, really? And he is so goddamn good, dude. Yeah, he's like a villain. Ooh. He's a guy that, like, he come, you know, uh, Nucky Thompson. Nucky Thompson. Yeah. He comes into town, and he's trying to take over this one area. That you know, it's the black part of town, and this dude runs it. <coughs> and he's like straight up gangster pimp. You know what I'm saying? Like smacking right. bitches. Like who the fuck is this? And he talks like this when he talks. Go get my Sorry, my coffee, saw, bitch. Like I just, I just saw that image, Adam. Oh, that's the, the mugshot he was talking about. 
Yeah, what's wrong with his face? And why is his neck so big? That's why I made the, you know, why is he going on? (laughs) That's what happened to dude after the show. That's what happens when you get whiplash. (laughs) Is his... His chin is smaller. His neck is like a weird size. He got that Corey Taylor neck. <laughs> uh, we do need to talk about this for a second. Is this a, we is lost, this some downer? Oh, here we, it comes. We lost a great person, man. Eddie Money was so awesome. I'm just kidding. Well, he was. Uh, but Captain Spaulding, man. Captain Spaulding, man. Iconic role. Like. Other than the clown from It, Pennywise, what other clown are you like pulling whenever somebody says clown? You know what I mean? Well, he was just such a smart ass. Yeah. Well, and not only that, but his delivery. Yeah. Whenever, whenever he goes up to the fucking that woman in the car in Devil's Rejects, and he's like, "Give me your car," and she's bitching at him. And he, he goes over to the kid and he's like, if you tell anybody, I'll come back and kill your entire fucking family. You know, yeah. like, it's just. The way he, he was, said bitch. Yeah. Bitch. Remember that scene when you first see him and he's in there banging that chick? Yeah. <laughs> she pulls the gun out on him. That chick wakes up. He's Tootie like, fucking fruity. Do you have a bad dream? He's like, as 50-50. <laughs> here's, here's a quote right here. Captain Spaulding quote. You ain't going nowhere, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean. So good, man. Yeah, really was. Him and the other dude. uh, Bill Mosley. Yeah, dude. Oh, God. Those two together? Yeah. That's what was so good about the Devil's Rejects was you got them together. Yeah. Because you really don't see them together in that first one. Right. I can't wait to see the new one. No. I hope it's dedicated to him. I don't know how true this is. I'm pulling up his some of his stuff he's been part of. I saw him a very long time ago in a movie called either The Birdcage or The Big Birdcage. And it had uh, Jackie Brown in it. Like an old 70s, like real shitty movie. Pam Greer? Yeah. I actually own a copy of it. I picked it up somewhere somehow and long time ago before I ever saw Devil's Rejects or... He turned down the role of Marcellus Wallace in Pulp Fiction. Damn. Yeah. Why? Could you? It says, at the time, Haig was concerned that low-budget television had been detrimental to his career, uh, and at seeing the shooting script and short number of days dedicated for each locale, he reportedly passed on the project. He is said to have later regretted this decision. Of course. Well, I can imagine. That probably would have booted him into... Superstar. You know, just like um, his Van career Ham- was washed up. I never realized this, but he says he later appeared as a judge in Tarantino's 1997 film Jackie Brown. The yeah. part written specifically for him by Tarantino. Yeah. Well, see, him and Pam Greer had done movies together, those black exploitation films. I'm going to see if I can find it. You guys got to see the fucking cover of this movie. It's so shitty, too, man. Because he was in, like, Foxy Brown, Savage Sisters, you know, like. Right. We'll see if I can find it. Keep going. I'm going to look for it here. Here it is. The Big Bird Cage. Mm, you know I, who he I played in The Big Bird Cage? Honky. Django. Oh, shit. How cool is that? Guarantee you. Though, so, when you see the cover of this movie, you're going to be like, yeah, we know why you got it. 
Um, but I have this on DVD. Uh, they had all these women like trapped. Look at it. Women Sesky, so hot with Sesky. desire, they melt the chains that enslave them. <laughs> why, why have we not watched this on the podcast? I have it. I mean, I watch. I've seen it. I watch it. It's a black exploitation film, dude. It's seventies. That's fun. You know, yeah, dude. It's where you going, you jive, mama. You know, like that's that's great. I'm and it's totally Pam Greer is the uh, lead, and uh, it's got him in it. That's the first time I ever saw him or Pam Greer. That's the first time I ever saw her. Yeah. Dude, I probably watched that movie in like I don't know, two thousand one. Something like that. Right. But yeah, I mean, we lost a great man. Like, listen, yeah. listen to listen to his accolades in the uh, like back in the sixties, man. He's appeared in the Untouchables, Batman, Gunsmoke, Mission Impossible, Star Trek, Get Smart, Flying Nun, The World, The Return of the World's Greatest Detective, Charlie's Angels, uh, Fantasy Island. Buck Rogers in the 21st Century, The Dukes of Hazzard, The A-Team, MacGyver. And I mean, and I'm just traveling off the rel- well-known ones, like, you know, the generally, like, there's still a few on there that, like, I've never even heard of. So he was in Jackie Brown. He was also in Kill Bill he Volume was, 2. He was also in THX 1138 by George Lucas. Hell yeah. Wow. Good actor, man. Yeah. Underrated. I will say this though, out of all the roles I've ever seen him in, Captain Falling in, was his best role. He's in Diamonds Are Forever. That's crazy. That's the that's the seventh Sean Connor, not seventh Sean Connor, maybe. That's a James Bond Connor movie. Yeah. Dude. Oh shit. <coughs> he was in a movie called Bone Tomahawk. It's a western starring Kurt Russell in 2015. That movie was fucking crazy. Was it good? It it became what it was, but dude, it's so it's such a great ride there. He's in it. Like, oh, he was in Blue Ruin, y'all. Trying to remember who he played in. You remember we watched Blue Ruin? Yeah. I can't remember who he played. I'm sure he played a piece of shit. I'm trying to remember, but I'm not. I'll look was it up. He was in Blue Ruin? That's what it says on his IMDb. The dude made a... He has 140 what? Nine credits? So he did work. I mean, dude. That's impressive, dude. That's a great rap sheet to have as an actor, man. Hang on. I'm going to see if, he's, if, he, if he beats out. There's only one person that has a shitload of credits. Let's see. <coughs> nah, Sam Jackson got him beat. Of course. He's got 188. But, dude, can we agree? By him being in Pulp Fiction is why he got all those other movies. Oh, yeah. Like, that took him. What was his name, dude? Weird. Um, John Travolta. John Travolta. It rebooted his career. It was dead. 
Yeah. Completely. I want to see this brawl in Cell Block 99. It's got him in it and Vince Vaughn. Wow. Are they playing the leads? Vince Vaughn's the lead. Hmm. But what's crazy is it's like Brawl and Cell Block 99, and it's the picture of the back of some guy's head, and it's got like bruises and shit on it, and there's a cross tattooed on it. Wow. A bald head. He actually had like four movies in the works that he was working on. He did a lot of B movies. Yeah. A lot. And he went to a lot of those. He was one of those guys that will be at the convention. Yeah. Always. Well, everybody that's, that met him and everything said he was real cool down to earth, yeah. you know, which is what you want to hear. That's what you want to hear, dude. And this is how I will always remember him right here. Yeah. RIP, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, seeing him though, the last time I saw him, um, he looked real sick. Yeah. Especially in the trailer. But uh, here he is. I'm almost certain he had some type of cancer or right. something. Because you know he doesn't look normal there. Yeah. Cool hat. That is a cool hat. But he's super skinny. Is this hat cooler? Let me ask you. It's in the other picture, but this is a better shot of it. This hat's cooler. What's up? Yeah, that hat is cool. Ladies, ladies, ladies. Captain Spaulding's in the his house. <laughs> I got some tea for y'all. All right, we're going to show our props. We'll go down. I'll go down the road. We'll actually, we should go through sometime, pull some of his films. I'm, I'm uh, down. I've seen the, Bill Bur- the Big Bird Cage. I mean, it's a movie. Um, It's a... It's a low grade B movie. Right. But I'll watch it again. Yeah. But I saw an article the other day that. Oh, what's his name? George Lucas <coughs> felt betrayed. Why? Because when he sold them the property, he had a template. He had scripts. He had he just didn't want to put the money into it, but he had all this shit planned out. And they ditched it all. Well, and he should have fucking made his movie. They kind of sort of, they made him think that they were going to do them. You know, they were like, oh, we're going to take what you have here and we're going to put it on the big screen. Now, look, dude. I mean, I get where he's coming from, but at the same time, when you get some like people in the room together and they start reading over this shit and they're like, mm, yeah, you know, let's not. But. You remember all the hate he caught off of episode one, two, and three? Yeah. Now when you go back That's... and watch episode one, two, and three, they ain't that bad. Well, no. ain't well, that bad. Well, here's the thing. You can't blame Disney for doing that. No. Because on paper, it may be ridiculous, but with if George Lucas like George Lucas isn't making the movies. Yeah. yeah. They're not gonna be well, he doesn't no own how it. much no matter how much they try to be word accurate with it, that if they don't have George Lucas's eye. Yeah, he's not there. He ain't working on it. He ain't producing. So we gotta do what we gotta do. That's not our vision. Yeah. I'll say this dude, their vision for Han Solo was great. Yeah. Too bad it couldn't keep going. That's the problem now. 
Yeah. Disney's well, catching that backlash that Lucas was fucking with back in the day. Like every time he put a movie out, he was just like, God damn you motherfuckers. Like, yeah. Jar Jar Binks ain't in the movie the whole goddamn time, is he? I mean, yeah. Well, here, here's the thing though. I feel, and we've talked about this before, but I feel that, um, people are going to bitch about star Wars regardless because it's been such a long running franchise Mm -hmm. that it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You can go back 20 years after the fact and watch episode one, two and three and be like, wow, these weren't as bad as I thought. People are going to overreact constantly about this shit. So, um, you know, it's just, you're not going to be able to make anybody happy. Now, why? I know everybody, whenever they were like, oh, Disney bought it. This is going to be great. This is going to be great. And then episode, you know, nine came out or eight, seven, seven, seven and eight. Seven, yeah. yeah. When episode seven came out, you know, everybody was like, oh, okay. We, we see what you're doing. And this is great. It's kind of a rehash, but, you know, we'll allow it. And then eight came out and then was like, everything that we built up, we're going to turn it on its head and we're going to make this. It's not going to be like the other Star Wars movies. It's going to fucking play out completely different. And then everybody bitched, just like Lucas a, went in with episode three, one, two, and three. Yeah, and it's a three-film whodunit, pretty much. Yeah. So it's just people being fucking stupid. So it doesn't matter what Disney or Lucas or any fucking body else that gets this property Whatever they do with it, it's not going to be good enough for people. People are going to bitch. I think as a as a, as for any fan of a franchise, they've got to come to the term that like not everything that that franchise pumps out is going to be gold. Their flavor, yeah. And Star Wars is all the shit, so they well, you know they have they have they have more hits than misses. Think about these Star miss, Wars like, motherfuckers, though. These fanboys we're fucking with here. The kind of people, you know them. These cucks. That are just like, ugh. Like, man, you looking, I mean, they're like, you could never travel that far with that. They don't have the proper equipment or the steady hand. And it's like, dude, it's a movie. Yeah, just just sit back and enjoy it, man. But that's that's the problem. It's never going to stop. The bitching's never going to stop. All this stuff, never going to stop. So just chill. The reason that people haven't freaked out about the Marvel movies like they have about Star Wars is because the longevity of it. Now, in 20 years, they go back and try to, you know, they try to, let's say they follow up. Let's say Endgame is it. They're not going to do any more Marvel shit. Then in 10, 20 years, they go back and they're like, okay, we're going to follow up with this character, this character, and we're going to introduce new characters and we're going to see what happens. People would lose their fucking minds, dude. They would bitch about it so fucking hard. So fuck them. And if George Lucas wanted to make his money and his movie, then he should have made the fucking movie that he wanted. He should have. He had the money to do it. Yeah. So he can just shut his fucking face. He only directed like one of them, right? (laughs) Yeah. Did he only direct the second one? Uh, I think he directed the first one. Well, I mean, uh, in... In the days now where we get we get to not only know what movies are coming out years in advance, but we also 
get to know some of the legal stuff that happens now because of it. And I had a point here, guys, I swear. It'll come back <laughs> to you. Where's oh, wait. Me? It's just... He directed. Hang on. There's a list. So he directed A New Hope, Phantom of the Venice, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. He's I don't to me, dude, George Lucas like he ain't really much of a director because he had all yeah. this money and all this y'all know like remember seeing all that shit when they were working on the you remember back in 2005 or whatever when they decided to do the others or yeah. 99? He started working on all this green screen shit. and He, he was like I'm, James Cameron, dude. He was making all this shit that made other movies possible. Like, well, know. here's what I'm getting at. Is behind the scenes ruining films now? What do you the mean? The politics of it all to, you know, everybody showing you how the movie's made and, like, on the level of, like, pen and paper shit. Like the, you know, like I said, the legal stuff and whatnot. Like, is it safe to assume that some people get their opinions of stuff changed by what they read, like the articles, like in their hype building oh, mode? Yeah. yeah. I feel like I certainly have at some point. Well, and I, and not only that, but think about it. I mean, you get fucking, um, you get people that are like, uh, releases, release an article. Okay. This is what we know about this movie coming up. I think it's going to be fucking bullshit. And then every fucking cocker that reads that same article is going to be like, you know what? It is bullshit. And I'm like, not going to fucking watch it. Like, I wonder if there was a way to, you know, if there was a way that you could go back and watch the Star Wars films for the first time, like one th- the first viewing, you know? Yeah. And go in with a completely blank mind to it, other than you know it's a sci-fi story, and you watch it up to the Last Jedi. Would your decision making on those films differ, as opposed to having that part of your mind that that knows, like, okay, well, during this time they were trying to do this, 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 and they were criticizing that, and you know, yeah, they got bought by another company. They, you know, like you don't even pay attention. Like, you go on such a basic level watching the movie that, like, you're not paying attention to the director. You could give a shit less about it. The minute you see written and directed by, you fucking head for the door, you know? Yeah. Like, Well, like I said, it's just people being assholes and fuck them. That's why, I mean, we can sit on here all day and it's like, I don't think that's a good idea. And then the movie comes out and you're like, wow, I was wrong. I gave it a fair shot. It's a 50-50 shot every time that you sit down to watch a movie, whether it's going to be good or not, whether you're going to enjoy it or not. So why fucking force yourself into creating an uneducated opinion? Can't argue. I mean... That's what, that's the, that's what the Internet's done, though. Yeah, it's created this fucking... It's the Internet, man. It, this festering fucking... Because... So- as soon as you watch a trailer, you can go online and start bitching. Yeah. It starts trending. Everybody starts bitching. Like, but, I mean, dude, it's even worse now. It's down to the point where when someone gets announced for a role. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Hey, Robert speaking Pattinson of that, speaking shit. of that, speaking of that exact thing, Christian Bell came out and he said to Robert Pattinson, he said, "Hey, just ignore all the Batman haters, dude. Yeah. Just make a movie. Don't worry about it. No. Because remember when they said Christian Bell was going to play, there was even some people like, what? Yeah. He's going to play Batman? He's not even American. Yeah. I remember. And that's and was he not a fantastic Batman? He was good. Same thing with Affleck. Was he not he was a fantastic a good Batman, Batman, dude? I don't get that I whole. Mean, it's just people being fucking cocksuckers. Is what it is. And we would have had go, a whole other Batman movie, and they're all bitching though. They're all bitching about this new Batman thing. Well, it's like, well, uh, Ben Affleck was in. He was about to make another Batman movie. Y'all fucked that up. So y'all gonna fuck yeah. glue? You keep on, we ain't gonna get no Batman movie. <laughs> yeah. I think it's. I think it's safe to say now, in hindsight, um, Christopher Nolan made the greatest business decision ever with DC property. By keeping his shit separate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he did. He preserved it. He pre- he preserved its uh, legacy, I guess that's what you want to call it. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. So, you know, fuck the haters. And, and also, if George Lucas is pissed, he can go fuck himself. Griffin out. I feel, I feel a change.org <laughs> coming on. I ain't going to go that far. With, but for real, though, man. <laughs> George Lucas, you had your fucking opportunity, you dumb fuck. Why didn't you fucking make the movie that you wanted to make instead of fucking sitting? Uh, I heard scripts. Who gives a fuck about your scripts? I got fucking Star Wars scripts written too. Guess what? That shit ain't getting made, so fuck you. Dude, as soon as I saw well, the headline I mean, that said Jonah Hill I mean, was up to possibly pay the Penguin or the Riddler, I was like, internet is going to fucking have a field day with this shit. Yeah, they ain't gonna I like mean, it. And, and I mean, the guy can always get him an editor or whatever, publish the scripts as novels, and or put it out as fan fiction. Well, yeah. no, I mean, just put it out as for what it is, and people are either gonna gravitate to it and read it. Like I would definitely read them. Um, it certainly wouldn't be the like the George Lucas ending that I would have envisioned of course but i mean it'd be better than nothing yeah. i got some fan art i got it'd some art for you it would be <laughs> a hell of a lot better than someone publishing fan fiction that's for Look at this. Sure. like it would be i mean it would be nice cool. to jonah hill is the penguin is that confirmed or is that just fan he's cast. it's not confirmed but he's in the movie we just don't know as, what he's playing yet as a villain he's playing the villain it's either going to be the Penguin or the Riddler. Probably. That's, Possibly. That's the only, well, I could see him playing Harvey Dent, though, for real. He could. I could He's see him doing Two-Face. Because I think him as, him as a lawyer and his smart-ass shit. He's a smart-ass. Yeah, I think that that would be good for him. But I don't think they're going to go that route because we've had two... Two iterations of the of Two Face, almost three. And what if it's something? Like, is he is he cast as a villain? Have they confirmed that much? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm I'm betting it's Penguin. So, yeah, I would say I would say to say Penguin, but I would I would like to see him as Two Face as well. Even if you go the length, this is uh, what the the only downfall. Well, I feel- that I- 
I feel like he could play like both characters in their own way are really good smart asses. Penguins are really good smart ass. Right. So the only like, thing that... but on a funny level, so like that's why it makes sense to me at least. Right. But uh, you know, if you got any more movie news for us here, Adam. Let's see. John Wick 3 becomes Lion Gate's best-selling home release title in five years. I saw at least half of that movie. It's like Fast and Furious over the top, dude. Right. Like, I saw number two, and I think y'all saw one. Yeah. You know, he's fighting, he's kicking ass, he's shooting guns. But, dude, that lad, that third one, he picks up five gun clips and shoots 3,000 bullets. Like, just... Yeah. And it's crazy, dude. There's this fight scene where he, they, they get him cornered. He's in like, you remember those little safe haven places he can go, yeah. and nobody's allowed to fight in there. Well, some shit pops off, and guess what? He's got to fight in there. He's got to <laughs> fight his way out. It's like the room. What's that? What's that one? The movie where the dude's got to fight himself out of the building. Oh, the rain. It's so over the top, dude. Like ridiculous. I got something else to mention. A uh, West Craven Estate. They got the rights back to uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. The rights oh. to Nightmare on Elm Street have returned to the estate of West Craven. Don't know what that means, but they got the rights back. Yeah, is that good? I mean, he's dead, so he ain't making any more movies. Yeah. Um, I don't know what it means. Now, if someone wants to make a movie, they got to get in touch with them. You know, whatever. Uh, Will Ferrell and Ryan Reynolds to lead a Christmas Carol musical retelling. I'm down. That's happening. Hmm. Disney Plus now available for pre-order. It's going Come live on November the 12th with a library of 862 movies and TV shows. Hot diggity down. And that's also when the Mandalorian drops. Yeah. On the same day? Yep, it's a launch time. Dude, oh man, they already know what's up. They're going to make so much money. <clears throat> I'm going yeah. to I'm gonna have to grab it just to check that out. Even at a cut price, they're going to make a shitload of money. Yeah. So what's the final price for it going to be? I believe it was six ninety nine. Yeah, or $12 for... I just realized something. We should, we should call Disney and be like, let us plug this. Because we yeah. just executed a perfect plug. Yeah. <laughs> it just... As I was hearing me and Adam talk, I was like... We're sponsored. Plug. Disney Plus so, just sponsored us. They don't even know like it. Sounds like a fucking well-executed plug, but whatever. Um, and it launches with The Mandalorian, so everyone's going to get it. Yeah. <laughs> just to see that. <laughs> see? It's... Well, look, dude, so uh... let me ask you this. How are they doing this? Are they are they going true Netflix style? Are they dropping the entire season of The Mandalorian at once? I don't know yeah. about that. Are they going to release are them weekly? Are... If they, they release them weekly, more. they're fucking up. <laughs> No, I you think gotta, they're going the full. You got to drop it all at once. Yeah, I mean, that's why people love it. Do that. Yeah. Do not make me wait a week. No. I want to watch them all tonight. Right. You let me decide when I've watched enough. Yeah. So, so, Greg, do you know the run times on the episodes and stuff? Like, is it going to be like a thirty-minute? Got to be an hour. Like an expensive-ass thirty-minute episode, or are we going to get like? Some 45, 46 minute shit. I'm assuming that all of them are going to be an hour. I mean, how can you not? I mean, that that story is going to, it already looks massive. So, of course, I'm I'm guessing eight to ten episodes an hour apiece. 
The Mandalorian, one hour. Yeah, that's what it says. I'm, so. I'm just going in with low expectations. Episode one is one hour. It at least says that. I think John Favreau can do it. I got faith in him. Yeah, I, I do as well. He kind of launched this whole MC universe. The MCU. Yeah. He kind of launched that on his own. Like we had no idea, man, when that Iron Man movie came out, that all of that was gonna happen. No. No idea. What is it? Twenty-three films later. Mm-hmm. Holy shit! Uh, Trav dropped a trailer the other night for the uh, what is it? The Infinity Saga. But they're, that's yeah. what that was. They're releasing a box set. Now it's in the UK, but it you know the DV, the Blu-ray will be everywhere. Right. But it's the box set with everything. And I'm thinking it's going to be like $250. Well, I'm buying it. How good is that going to look on the shelf? What if it looks like an Infinity Gauntlet and it's got the movies inside of it? Oh, my God. It's got to be something cool like that. Like, yeah. It's got to be a set piece. I would be okay if they released it. I feel it. like there's going to be two different versions. There's probably going to be like a $60 version. With the, with all 30, of them like, 23 you know, movies for $60, dude? I don't know, man. There might be a $100 version. Yeah. Yeah. That's, not that's a lot of movies, dude. But you still got to factor into the account that, like... We've already seen them? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, uh, well, also, a lot of the movies in that box set would be considered old movies now. Yeah. They're, they're, they're You've already seen them. Year mark and stuff. Well, some of them are like five dollar buys now, so they would. You know what I'm saying? What if they all yeah. get the 4K release, where they like go in and they do the 4K remaster? I was reading something about uh, the special features, and there'll be something special. There's gonna be whether or not there's gonna be deleted scenes, and how the article was about was talking about how Marvel Marvel's not known for putting out stuff that's below like. You know their their final product. You know. Mm-hmm. All right, I got a lot of trailers. All right, y'all want to well, get to uh, them? I'm ready. Yeah. You got any trailers? Uh, no. I got a lot. Sorry. What was that? I'm watching this guy. You know, you know how you put those quarters. Hold on. Those quarters in that machine, and it pushes the quarters off the edge. I do. So there's a stack in this machine that's got a thousand coins stacked up, and they're trying to see how many coins they have to put in there is, to get it dropped. This dropped a few days ago. Is this what I think it is? It is supposed to be the official trailer for the movie. Oh my goodness! All right, I'm ready. I pulled it up on IMDb, and it had a listing so with actors and. I really don't know because I haven't watched it. But when I saw it, I bookmarked it. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. You know what? Fuck it. I'm leaving the fucking audio on. Maybe they had souls, too. It is, dude. Look. What are you talking about? Pull yourself together, Lago. My patience is wearing thin. A man my age holds certain beliefs. Holy shit. I'm showing the trailer. I don't care. Look at this shit, dude. 
What's happening? Don't have the best soundtrack ever, dude. Fucking mouth breaking on this shit, dude. Cosmic Opera. We don't think about that. I am pretty excited about that. Um, already downloading it. Um, I'm holding a strain, dude. Like, um, that's bad. That's so much. Yes, in just a minute and a half. The soundtrack's gonna be amazing. I love the style. Yeah. Yes. That last eighties video it, it, game. It looks, it looks like it's gonna be so ridiculous. Well what's it's cr- just fucking cool, you know? <laughs> well what's crazy is it looks like the special effects they make the CGI look like shit from the eighties. It it's fucking it's, it's brilliant. But with enough polish to just look great. Yeah. I like the grain. I don't I like that. Yeah, I'm so on board for this. All right, we got more trailers. I don't know anything about this. It just out there. Two minutes. I'm ready. Ready, Trav? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Apparently, it's just two minutes of that blue screen. There's a thousand ways to die in a war zone. Most important element in a fight is trust. You have to trust a man beside you. And he has to trust you. We're heading to Long Tan. We're a day late and a dollar short. That's a cool shot. We will find it. Vietnam? For sure, right? Yeah. Why is it so quiet? Why is it so quiet? Boom. Here comes boom. Landmine. Holy shit. This is 4-2. Heavy contact. Get me up to speed, Colonel. Pin down and they're taking casualties. Pin down. Enemy strength estimates. This is 4-2. This war sequence is fucking great. We need reinforcements. I'm showing the trailer on the podcast. We all come back when no one does. A lot of rain. And then one day, the enemy's gonna it stop raining. Train for this. Stay strong. Make every shot count. Seems like they're all British. I just want to get out of here and go home and forget all this. Looks intense. It does. I'll peep it. And and demand. Dropping at the same time. Yeah. They know what's up. Hell. All right. It looks really good. 
Oh, I don't play it yet. The rhythm section. I had to click it just because of the title. Got Blake Lively in it. Mm. Know when you guys are ready. Everyone can hear y'all now. Like I'm not. We're not muted. I'm showing the trailer on the podcast. If it gets flagged, it'll be okay. I'll remove it and re-upload it. But this YouTube, this is a movie podcast, so yeah. Let us show trailers. Yeah, cocksucker. All right. You ready, Trev? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. You law. I lost my family three years ago. It wasn't an accident. Happened. There was a bomb on that plane. I need your help to find the ones who did this. I've got nothing to lose. What about your life? What about it? I'm going to say this once. Even if you succeed, it won't be worth it. From director for director for from director Christopher Nolan. Isn't this the, the chick that's the new Terminator? Probably. You promised me you won't do nothing. Dude, how did you sleep last night? This is Nirvana song. Yeah. Why are you here? Draw for your closure. And how would you do that? Violently. It's intense. much more human than I thought you'd be. And it's a good disguise. Holy shit. I like Jude Law, so. About the scale of the mess you've caused. I still don't know what's going on. It's revenge. Holy shit. Looks alright. Why is it called the rhythm section? Uh, think of your heart as the drum. Ah. You're beating on the bass. Are you reading that somewhere? Watch the official trailer. Yeah. Okay. I was like, that sounds prepared. <laughs> I knew you was gonna post this. Uh, it looks okay. I mean, we'll see. Yeah. Here we go. Check this out. This is a VR first person movie. I had to do uh, this just because. Is this like another hardcore Henry? Yeah, hardcore Henry. But it's like VR. So do you wear VR while you watch it? Uh. Yeah, I ain't trying to get sick. Yeah, ready when y'all are. Ready, yeah. Three, two, one, play. Good morning, Agent. Please state your name for the record. David Emerson, CIA. Good. Agent Emerson. Now beginning phase one. That looks cheesy. Whoa. Kill him. Alex, run! Oh, oh. 
Oh shit. Agent Emerson has broken free of the simulation. <laughs> Look at the CGI. I knew well, that was coming. He's playing v VR. David, listen to me. He's just I don't know about this. Nah, it looks pretty shitty. Almost knocked your goggles off. So it's a movie you watch on your VR. With shitty CGI. You. It's all about to be over. Why is everybody's voice echoing? Those clouds look photoshopped. Get it, Emerson Emerson. Alright. That looks pretty fucking stupid. Yeah. A VR movie, bro. Okay, mm. this is what we've all been waiting for. Or I know I have. Keep that title, boys. <laughs> Uh huh. Movie called uh, Cook. It's got to be a comedy. It says crime drama movie. <laughs> okay. The number Already? one comment. The number this, one comment. This sure is, isn't what we think it is. This is the. This is essentially just a ninety-minute BuzzFeed video. So let's go. I don't even want to watch it. Y'all ready? Yeah. Red trap. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. greatest threat to our nation is this false sense of diversity that is the greatest fallacy of the past century oh god he's watching today was a pretty rough day for me i lost a lot of money and i lost a car and i lost a job but everywhere i go there's fucking up man. and they're running the show oh my god he's a cook is this, is this all right it is our country it's shifting not just in terms of politics or morality but culturally He's freaking out. He's like, pregnant immigrants. Anymore. It's not politically correct. We sometimes record it. All you gotta hmm. do is follow the script. Can you do that, Ronnie? He looks familiar. <laughs> Can you follow the script? But you be anything I need to be! Greatest threat to our nation is the fragmentation of our people. He should have been a school shooter. Weapons, guns, knives, anything. 45. He's gonna be a. He's gonna be a. A crazy. But we could release. We can't release the hunt, but we can release this. Or just another cuck. Okay. What was uh, this bullshit though? That was that said a minute ago. That's a real trailer though. Somebody made that movie. <laughs> wow. All right, let's move on. It's right be a here. Joke. Somebody mm -hmm. posted this comment: "One hundred percent Rotten Tomatoes, one to four percent audience score." <laughs> That's about right. Yeah. The shed. Y'all ready for the shed? Y'all ready for this? No, no, no. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. Ray Griffin? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. 
This is the state of film right now. Not for who you are, but who you hang out with. Anyone can make a movie. So you're going to ask Roxy out again, or are you just going to spank one out to her every day till graduation? If it makes my life really I choose easy, spanking one out. One crowd she ain't dating him. Do what I have to do till I'm out of here. Remember one thing, though. You're having my sloppy seconds. <laughs> Telling you, man, one day she's Asian. Too far yeah. Sorry. Asian, Asian, like a hater, Asian. Oh, half Asian. Oh. What's in the shed? Just trying to the devil. I thought I could handle this on my own. There's something in my shed. What happened to your face? What? I have to tell you something. Why are there teeth in the shed? There's something in the shed. <laughs> there's some. Oh, I just said there's something in the shed. Wait, Grandpa. No, Grandpa. He wants to kill me. Are you kidding me? So you never see what's in the shed. Oh, what's that, chick? More sugar. More. Let me see your pet monster. Dude, don't you see what this means? We can use this. This is power. What? Nobody's ever going to mess with us again. Are you crazy? Think about it. It's not murder. It's payback. On a gift or a weapon. <laughs> this is dangerous comedy. Oh, it is. Supposed to be your best friend. Look what they did to me this time. What the hell is happening? Don't know what's inside that shed. Get in. What the fuck's inside that shed? I I too would like to know what's inside that shed. Hmm. Okay. What's in the shed? What's in the shed? I went in completely blind on this. No knowledge, so I was like... Hmm. Nah, I don't know nothing about it. 3022? Is this Tom Segura? Y'all ready? <laughs> Is it? It, it looked like I'm the man this strange time. I am ready. Are you ready to travel? Yeah. Three, two, one. But that's a year. How long? Ten hours. Face movie. Gee, <laughs> could you see if wiring may have shorted on your end? Something is happening oh, to her. Oh, shit. Earth fucking happened. I recognize I him. What do you think happens to our minds when you realize there isn't going to be a happy ending? That would suck. We're just gonna float around until we suffocate. How'd she get a cigarette? Are you seeing things yet? Oh shit. Sun. Sunshine. alive for that that shit blew the fuck up we've survived the wandering earth this will be a cakewalk wandering earth wasn't bad though for real wow we got a we got a clip a exclusive clip from jay and silent bob's reboot hey man it's me kevin 
and an intro. Y'all ready? Yeah. I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. Hey, man, it's me, Kevin Smith. Jason Mewes. We have added a bunch of brand new dates for the Jay and Silent Bob Reboot Roadshow Tour, man. Check it out at RebootRoadshow.com. And now here's an exclusive clip from our movie. Let me be Look how weird Val Kimmer looks. I liked you better when you were silent, Bob. If you really want to be, I'm ready to blast your ass and kick you in the hater tots. Merkin was (laughs) right, dude. Hater tots does mean different things to different people. (laughs) 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 An Indica. You son of a bitch. Smells like this reboot <laughs> went up in smoke. Alfred. Hi, man. <laughs> oh, Sorry man. to how high I do, but this is now the greatest movie ever made. I'm pretty excited. All right. Now we have a movie called In the Tall Grass. Yeah, that's these people are tra- oh, is it? Where these people are trapped yeah. in the tall grass. Stephen King and Joe Hill got together and did this. A Netflix movie. Yeah. Man, so when you guys are ready. We. Yeah. Uh, I thought it would be on here, but it's not. But yeah, Stephen King and Joe Hill worked on this together. So. Okay. I'm ready. You guys ready? Trap. Yeah. Three, two, one, play. That's some tall grass. <laughs> Will people get lost in it? Someone out there? I feel like if you walk in one direction long enough, you'll come out of it, right? Oh, don't step in it. Yep, there it is. Who's Joe Hill? It's Sean. Oh. Cal? A great author in his own right. Oh, yeah. Is he good? I'm not right about this. Yeah, I yeah. think we should head he back to the horns. road. She got a grass cut. Becky? Travis? Who are you? What's going on? Why are all these people in this grass? I came looking for you. What? How did you get here before us? I don't know. My boy, he's lost in here too. This is nuts. It's only a field. That's Patrick Wilson. The dad. Yeah. You can find things, but it's easier once they're dead. Because of the smell. How long have we been here? I'm not sure. That sounded like me. This field doesn't make any sense. I can name one thing in here that does. What? Even the grass stopped. You think this this looks chance? trippy. We're all here for a reason. Oh my god. Way 
to go Netflix. Something's gonna grab her. Wait, so I don't know anything about Stephen King's son. He wrote what? What did you say? He wrote Horns. What's that? that? You never watched the movie? Yeah. I don't think so. It's got Harry Potter in it. Remember, he he grows horns. Oh, and every, okay. Everybody yeah. starts like yeah. Everybody starts like confessing shit to him, and he wrote a really good one called a uh, heart shaped box. That yeah, was the, that was my entry into his, uh, his books. Jackie Chan wanted, got a new movie. I wanted to read Heart Shaped Box, but I haven't got around to it yet. It's worth it, man. The the book Horns was so fucking good. Was it yeah. like it's way fucking better than the movie? I've heard, I haven't uh, seen the movie. I've, I've heard his recent stuff still good too. Like he put out one this year called The Fireman, and it's been well, getting good reviews. He released because uh, he was going to do the reboot of Tales from the Dark Side, and he had scripts and stuff, and he ended up releasing those. That's cool. As short stories, yeah, dude. Wouldn't that be crazy if? If his son becomes an even better writer than him, I mean, is it is it growing up around that weird? Um, what does that do? I mean, can you imagine having Stephen King as a father? No, <laughs> no, man. dude, can't. Like, how yeah. weird would your life be? Well, I don't know. I think that there's a clean separation between reality and fiction and i think that he has to instill that because i mean a lot of king's work is real heavy you know what i mean real heavy so but i think that he was them real up, high when he wrote it you know yeah but you know what i mean like i don't know them because if they start out as kids reading king stuff even the stuff that's not super graphic or anything i mean they're already in the right the right path well and then you have him there and you can ask questions yeah why did you write this like this yeah like just imagine you finish a story and you hand it to your dad to read it check my story out it's stephen king yeah and he makes notes yeah yeah in a red pen that's better than a fucking english teacher any day yeah you know this is the new jackie chan movie i'm down Check it out. Ready, Ready Trap? Mm-hmm. Three, two, one, play. <sighs> it's a foreign. <sighs> Is it Cliffhanger? Cliffhanger? <laughs> Are they drinking Dos Equis? I think so. Dos Equis is good. Why are they trying to climb this mountain? Where's Jackie Chan? They all look alike. Dude, they're never going to make it to the... Why are they trying to go to the top? Dang. 
too. Fuck that. Fuck this is, that. This movie, Adam. To the Asian ver- version of Cliffhangers? No, it's like Balto with people. Alright, let's do... Wait, before we go on, let me ask you something. Ask me. If somebody's like, no. I got this treasure map. Oh, hell no, dude. <laughs> and there's a million dollars buried at the top of this mountain. Mm. How tall is the mountain? Get... Is it like that mountain? Yeah. Yeah, I don't want to go, dude. And they're like, all you got to do is climb to the top. Once you get to the top, shoot this flare. Dig the money up, and we'll send a helicopter up there to pick your ass. So up. I get a Minecraft shovel that's enchanted. Uh, yeah, you basically okay. cut the mountain in half when you hit it. But you know what <laughs> I mean? Like, it's gonna take you at least four months to climb the mountain. To climb it four months? <laughs> yeah, dude, it takes a long time. How many people are climbing? You you can take as many as you want. Do so we gotta split the money? I mean, if you tell you them, gotta split the money, going, right? Well, it depends. You could take them all up there and oh, kill them. Dude. I ain't trying to eat no people. <laughs> I mean. Would you, would do, you it? do it? For a million? You got to split about, the money with who you take. Yeah. You do I it? Would. And I'd take four people up there. Ooh, man, don't pick me. Um, well, we got to do the podcast. So. You, pick- <laughs> you can call <laughs> me. They got GPS. <laughs> do you take Bear Grylls? Yeah. Is, is Bear Grylls Survivor Man? Or is he the other one? Nah, he's Bear Grylls. You gotta take Survivor Man. I'm taking Survivor Man and Bear Grylls. And uh, Man vs. Food. <laughs> and <laughs> and the British guy that shuts down those restaurants. What's his name? Um, Best scrambled eggs you ever had. Um, you guys uh, are climbing the mountain. He's like, are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck is it? Hell's Kitchen? Yeah. What's his name? Gordon Ramsay. You gotta take Gordon Ramsay, dude. He's bitching the whole way, dude. <laughs> the whole way. So it's me. It's Survivor Man. Man versus Food. And Hell's Kitchen. All climbing this fucking I would mountain. watch that movie before I watched that one. <laughs> Could you imagine me like just being surrounded by these fucking people? Gordon Ramsay's gonna make you cry. I know. You guys are like, we're going to make ice cream cones. And he's like, are you fucking kidding me? You cunts. Out of what? Did you piss in the river? What? It's like, oh my God. He's dude. brutal. So we finally get our, our the real trailer for the Breaking Bad movie. It's got 5 million views already. Are y'all ready? Yep. I am ready. Three, two, one, play. I'm, I'm interested in we go what's happening you should probably pull the gun down a little bit so is this what happened to him after the movie for the show yo bitch I get high and I get low oh he looks fucked up yeah. It's Badger. He's wearing Masio. I saw my face in me Damn, he's dirty. I've changed the wild look 
Dude, what'd they do to him? They fucked him up, man. I found grace in Yo, it's a river. Mr. Wise. But that's a chick he was with, right? Yeah. Kid got sick. Yeah. Uh, giving him that plant. Rice and lily. Yeah. In the lion's cage and wait for my time. I mean, I'm going to watch the shit out of it. We might have to do it on the pod, guys. We've all seen Breaking Bad. Yeah. His middle name's Bruce. I didn't know that. That's going to start a fire. You ready? Whose voice was that? Wait, guys, wait a minute. That sounded like Brian Cranston. Let me back it up here again. Yeah. You ready? What if Brian Cranston's in this movie and he didn't die? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. I'm going to be pissed. I thought he was dead. It comes out October the 11th. Here we have the new Uncut Gems. This is a new Sandler movie, and I don't think it's a comedy. Right. Remember, he signed that deal with Netflix to do like seven movies or something. Well, real quick, though. When you go to this movie on IMDb, the only cast that's listed is Aaron Paul, which plays Jesse, Matt Jones, which plays Badger, and Charles Baker, which plays Skinny Pete. The people there's from the trailer. No, yeah, there's no yeah. other cast. No Wonder why. B-roll, no, no nothing. Wonder why. I think that Mike's going to be in it. I think that it's a prequel. <clears throat> well, Gomez will be in it, right? Because he didn't die. Who was Gomez? His uh, partner, the Hispanic oh, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. Why are they? So, why are they? Li- why is the cast so limited? Well, there's they, something up. There's a. There's a twist. Well, and you'd think Skylar would show up. And uh, what was Skylar's sister's name? Crazy uh, bitch, purple. Karen. I don't know. Yeah, purple bitch. Yeah. <laughs> code. It's a code purple. Yeah, but that's fucking weird, man. But they wow. only have three people listed? Yeah. When clearly we see other people. Yeah. Who said, are you ready? Dude, how are y'all going to feel if that's Brian Cranston? It depends on how the, the story is. Because if it's Brian Cranston's ghost. <laughs> you know what I mean, though? This ain't Star Wars. I mean, I ain't, I ain't saying that, but you know what I mean, though? We'll see. Yeah. When does it drop? October 11th. I'll be watching so, it. What, two weeks from? Let's see, October the 11th, it is two weeks from this Friday. Are we going to do that on eye, the pod? I think so. I have an eye appointment that day, so when I come back home, 
if my eyes aren't all <laughs> fucked up. <laughs> They're not dilated. Yeah, I don't know why I told y'all that, but I got no, eye my eyes are dilated. It's like, are you having a baby? Yeah, <laughs> three o'clock in Huntsville. Why do you gotta go to Huntsville? Because uh, lens crafters. Oh, okay. My insurance is yeah. So. How you gonna do? They're going if they dilate your eyes, you can't drive back. No, nah, they're not going to. They're gonna do the undilated. Oh. Yeah. That's some that new new. Yeah. Um, well, they blow this shit in your eyes. Is it time for new glasses? Well, I'm supposed to go um, once a year. When's the last time you got a new prescription? Last October. Damn. Um, yeah. So I, I've got to go once a year to make sure the blood vessels in my eyes don't get fucked up. Is that a problem for you? Well, it's, it could potentially be. Is that something that runs in the family, or? Yeah, it's a it's a sugar thing. Yeah, like if you ha- if you have bad sugar, and is it that why people your... that go blind? Yeah, yeah. So I have to That's go scary. in there. They have to take photographs of my eyes to make sure that uh, that my blood vessels are good in my eyes. Dude, if you go blind, how are we going to do a movie podcast? I'll listen to it. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just have you guys describe it to me. You remember the color red, right? It's red. And he hits him in the head with it. Damn. Sometimes I'll wake up and have, like, blurry vision. Yeah. And I'm like, I just blame it on the alcohol, you know? Yeah. Let's do this Adam Sandler trailer. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to talk about my fucking nah, potential that's scary. death. Yeah, right. So, I'm ready. I'd rather be blind than deaf, though. Exactly. I mean, I can listen to podcasts yeah, and music. and music and, and hear me talk. Books on tape. <laughs> the Bible. Yeah, I mean, whatever. Anyway. That's Y'all ready? You ready? Another time. Yeah, ready, right. Trav? All right, three, two, one, play. Adam Sandler. How's it going? Yeah, Put Pesach out. All right, Larry, you're a Jew again. Welcome back. <laughs> I made a the crazy wild. risk. We gambled. A big ass ring. It's about to pay off. Is this a gangster movie? Look at him, dude. Yeah. Damn, that's a tall motherfucker. What do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. I disagree, Gary. What is that? I started it. Is that a Furby? Was that Cat Williams? I think it was. Taking my money all over town, placing bets. It is a gangster movie, dude. Second thoughts. Are you serious right now? I know I fucked up. Howard, where's the money right now? Howard, got my money? Howard! Howard! Mm. Is it too late? I'm done. That means nothing. It meant nothing. Please. Give me another shot. You like to win, right? This is no different than that. Black Jewel, power, nigga. Now that ain't. This is my fucking way. You think I'm stupid, Howard? That was the weekend. Fucking family. 
I heard you free surfing. And the weekend's doing the song. You know how that makes me feel? Never free you think your life is more important than my life? I don't know who said that. I told you about Damn. how things were going to go. You like the way things are going now? That's, That's the weekend. Family. Why is the weekend this movie? You having a good time? Yes. Happening, dude. I ain't never seen a Sandler movie like this. This is me. This is how I win. KJ, it's game night. You should be stretching out. What is he, a coach? Nah, just a fucking crazy ass. I recognize that guy now. He was in Atlanta. Supporting role. What y'all think about that? I'm very interested, to be completely honest. It doesn't look bad at all. All right, I got some more here. Let's see, Daybreak. Who was in that? Pull it up. It's a teaser. It's a minute long. Yeah, we'll watch this. Daybreakers? That's just Daybreak. Oh. It's got Ferris Bueller in it. No I know shit. you are ready. So you're making a comeback? I'm making a comeback after he killed those people in a car accident. Like 80 years ago. Y'all remember that? He kills the people in a car wreck. Nobody ever talks about it. I'm better than you. Was drunk. Y'all ready? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. Buzz, buzz, Google it. Another gorgeous there he is. Morning, where it's always 82 degrees of opportunity. Damn, she drove well. scholars and I see infinite possibilities. So don't wait to throw yourself. Lindell's like the best, the best name for a school. You can be. Some say you're a lost generation, but with a winning attitude, you can conquer the world. I never underestimate the optimism of youth because I believe the children are our future. So where do I see myself in the future? What's happening? Crushing the apocalypse. What is this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's happening, man? What is this? Strap in, douche waffles. Shit's about <laughs> to get weird. That sounds like Kendrick Lamar to me. Shame on you. It's like Ferris Bueller meets election. Zombie apocalypse? Hold on. I gotta... Like, I feel like all those scenes You gotta pull that up be... and figure that out. I feel like all those scenes are like... It looks Gosh. intense. Like, like over-imagination. Like, he's going to be narrating it. Mm-hmm. And then it's just going to, you know what I mean? It's so that apocalypse shit ain't happening, yeah. Yeah. Well, it says here that uh, it's a series. It's not a movie. Oh. Which is cool. It says here that um, high school outcast Josh is searching for his missing girlfriend in post-apocalyptic Glendale. He's joined by a group of misfits. Angelica and his former bully Wesley on the way on the way they'll face many weird things. Looks like it. Yeah. I might so have to check guy, it out. So the mm-hmm. guy that, that created this directed San Andreas Rampage and Carnate uh Journey to Mysterious Island, Cats and Dogs mm. and a bunch of shorts. Well, Wow. The trailer looks interesting. Yeah, I kind of want to check it out. And it's on Netflix, so 
Yeah. You can binge watch the fuck out of it. We got a new Justin Long trailer. The Wave. Have y'all seen this trailer? No. I've seen this trailer. Is it serious? What the fuck's happening is all I gotta say. Y'all ready? Okay. I'm ready. You ready, Trev? Yeah. Three, two, one, play. I got two more trailers. (sighs) Have you ever... (coughs) This shit's weird. ...real that for a moment you can't remember where you are? This is a lot like that. We should celebrate. Let's go off. Shots, that shots, shots. I feel like people keep looking at me weird. That just one is it turd? My dad. It is. <laughs> so who's going to go first? How long until this stuff is supposed to kick in? It's coming at you like a wave. Whoa, it kicked in. You two fucks from a freaking stranger. It is turd. We need to find the guy from the party. We need to find him right fucking now. This Tom Buds. Yeah, sold American. You still think you're on drugs? <laughs> What's happening, dude? He took DMT. He's hanging out with Joe Rogan. He took too much. Is everybody in? The movie's oh. about to begin. I don't really give you much in that trailer. I like how it goes black for fucking ten seconds. Yeah. At the end here. It's considered a horror movie. I wouldn't say that. So he takes a drug that like sends him back in time, and he's got to go seek this dude out every time he needs to do something to get out of it. Did we watch this? No, I haven't seen it. That's why. I... Yeah, I'm ready though. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Three, two, one, play. Y'all ain't ready for the next trailer. Bring it's a lot of heat. Netflix stuff. A lot. I gotta step it up. Whoa. Good CGI. I think this is the Batman follow up. It's like a puncture one. Boys across town just caught two more bodies. It said both had some kind Michael of. Michael Chow! Three random victims. Vampires. Minutes apart. Bodies are miles apart. It is called In the Shadow of the Moon. Suspect heading west across Liberty. Hello, Tom. <coughs> What'd you say? Hey, you know my name, bitch. Happens? She's a vampire, Sartee. She ain't a vampire no more. Today marks the nine-year anniversary of the Market Street murders and a still unidentified suspect. Detective Lockhart, yes, hello. What do you mean it's happening again? Holy shit. You guys gotta see this. Philly PD. You seen this woman? Nice to see you again. She gets torn apart by a train and nine years later she's back. She is priority number one for all law enforcement agencies. You have to stop chasing me. And I'll watch it. We're all going forward, but her. She's going backward. A lot going on in this trailer, man. You have no idea what's coming. If you kill me now, the 
world as you know it will end. He looks familiar. Damn, Netflix stepping it up. Yeah. Damn, that drops know. in a couple of days. When did it say? 27th. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'll give it a go. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. It's on Netflix. When something's on Netflix, it might as well be free. Yeah, right. All right. Are y'all ready for the next trailer? Yeah. I don't think you are. Let's check it out. Oh my god. Is this real? It is real. This is the Lighthouse SpongeBob trailer. Okay. Y'all ready? Yeah. Three. You ready, Trav? Three, two, one, play. All right, here we go. What happens? I haven't watched it. <laughs> Tell me, what's a timberman want with being a wiki? Just looking to earn a living. It's like any man. Starting new. On the <laughs> run. <laughs> Secrets, are you? No, sir. Watch this <laughs> Wow. Who did this? Watch this billion beans. Watch this His eyes, man. How long have we been on this rock? Five weeks? Two days? Help me to recollect. Boys. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? I'd watch it. This might be the best show I've watched all night. All I got. We cleaned out my trailer queue. Shit. Empty. Well, we, got a, we got a lot of stuff to. We watched a lot of trailers. Yeah. Stuff I didn't know about. So, um. Netflix is either going to be it. or missing it. Yeah. We'll see. At least they're doing something. They're getting yeah. time for that Disney Plus. Drop. That's exactly what they're doing. Right. Disney Plus is coming and they're like, we got to step it up, which is awesome that. Disney Plus is pushing them to it. This is good for us. Oh, yeah. I agree. So next week, we already had a lineup. I think I got my lineup right here. Maybe. It's somewhere. Anyway, I don't need it because I think we were going to watch Swiss Army Man next. And I would like to push Swiss Armament back another week and insert uh, Spider-Man Far From Home. And I don't think I'm going to get any objections. I'm down. You're down, Trav? Yeah, yeah, so Spider-Man Far From Home next week. Can't wait to watch it. 
I'm excited. Yeah. Know it's gonna be good. Has anyone seen it? Uh, seen it, no. Gripper? No. No. So that's what we're gonna do next week. We're gonna watch Spider-Man: <clears throat> Far From Home. Has anybody else got anything else to say? Um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was amazing. Griffin went and saw it. Yes. Did you? Can you? Can you rate it right now? Ah, full star. Or do you need to see it again? No, I'm giving it the full star, man. As soon as that's available, we'll throw it into the pine. We'll review it. It was amazing. Explain to the people. You drove like what? Two hours? I, uh, about an hour. An and hour and a half to watch yeah. it? Yeah. That was the closest theater? Yeah. Had the a private week. screening? Pretty the much. First week. First weekend where it lined up where I had the money to go, it was still playing and I didn't have anything going on. And you had to get out of the house, so Yeah, I had to get lined out of the house up. Yeah. So worth it. It was either that or it. And I'm like You made the right choice. Drive thirty minutes to Scottsboro and watch it or drive an hour to an hour and a half depending on traffic to Chattanooga. Get a ticket in the process. Worth it. Uh a parking ticket? How much is the parking ticket worth? $35. You already pay it? No. Are you going to contest it? No. <laughs> I'm going to pay it. Yeah. See? Dude, because Tennessee will be like, you can never drive through our state again. This happened to Griffin. Again. They were like, you can't drive through Georgia. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> on, a, on, a, on a ticket from like five years ago. Yeah, from 2015. You can't, you can't drive through Georgia. Yeah. Um, no, see, what had happened was, <laughs> so the only places that was playing the movie that I could find was Huntsville and Chattanooga. Chattanooga's closer to me than Huntsville is, yep. and I'd rather go to Chattanooga anyway. Even yep. though there's a chance that I could run into the devil incarnate, yep. it's always a better chance to go to Chattanooga, you know? So I'm like, fuck it. Get my car. I leave. The movie starts at 1.30, Tennessee time. So I leave the house at 11, Alabama time. So They're an hour ahead. Yeah. So I get there at 1, right at 1, between 1 and 1.15. 30 minutes till. Yep. I let her know that I made it. The devil? Go. No. Oh. Fuck no, dude. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Fuck no. Um, <laughs> I, I park. I, the The theater is downtown, like right next to the aquarium. Oh, basically. we all know it. Yeah. So I park. I got a parking spot at the movie theater. I didn't try the parking garage next door or anything. I, I saw a spot, and I'm like pulling in, and I get it. So there's no numbers on the ground, no nothing. So I'm like, okay. Some places. Some places in some cities will have business parking and then they'll have the after day. hours. Yeah. yeah. After hours, they'll have public parking, which is fine. I was there for the movie. I parked in the movie theater parking lot and I'll walk, go inside, get the ticket, watch the movie, leave. And then I get right when you're getting off of uh, 24 to get on 53. A long stretch. 
Well, you know how um, to go to my house, you exit off. You don't keep going straight like you're mm-hmm. going to. to um, you rode with it that long? I didn't see it. <laughs> it was under my windshield wiper, and then I started seeing something. Funny that flashing. it sat there that long. Just I imagine know. if it if it flew off. And I never knew about it. Yeah. Yeah. Bench warrant. Yeah. So um, I pull over on the side of the road before I get to Trenton. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Because, you know, in cities, people sometimes put shit under your windshield wipers just because to advertise. So I get out, get it, and it's $35 parking violation for not paying for parking. I'm like, this is fucking bullshit, dude. Like, you have a fucking movie theater with a parking fucking area. Like, you're paying for the movie. That should cover the price of this fucking How much park, was the movie? Ten dollars. Close enough. Yeah. You getting so, any fucking drinks or popcorn or? No. I knew it was long. Yeah. And I'm also you didn't want to drink nothing. Yeah, and the popcorn is not kosher. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do here. So. Because no I know. Well, they don't have bite-sized popcorn. You either got. The small, which is like... Or the bucket the size of your head. Yeah, I mean, the the small popcorn is still a big-ass fucking popcorn. You know what I mean? And I mean, me, personally, this is how I like to go to the movies. Sit down with my drink and my popcorn, and I eat my popcorn and watch the movie. Like, that's the authentic movie-going experience to me, you know? But I forego both of them, because I'm like, fuck it. Because it's long, you don't want to make a bathroom trip. Yeah, I mean, there's no way. Might miss something. Mm-hmm. It's a Tarantino movie, too. There's been so, so many know. times, dude, I went to a movie, and by the end of the movie, I'm dying, have to pee. I'm just like, oh, god damn, is it over now? Please be over. I, I started to feel that way towards the end, and then I'm like, it's Tarantino. Get it out yeah. of my head. Yeah. <laughs> but, mind uh, over matter. Yeah, I ain't got a mind, so it don't matter. But, um... It was good, though. It was worth the ticket and everything to get there. Hey, so. if you went to Huntsville, there wouldn't have been no parking ticket. Yeah, I know, but I Chattano- probably Chattanooga's real stingy on them parking spots because they don't have a lot. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but I would also probably sh- sat in a shittier movie theater. Oh, yeah, with a bunch you know, of talking-ass motherfuckers. With a bunch of these fucking... Huntsville cocksuckers that yeah. I want to have nothing to do with. At least the movies in downtown Chattanooga is like, okay, most people go down there to go to the aquarium. There's a couple of bars, stuff like that. So people that are it's watching a clean movie. And... Yeah. The people that are watching a movie in that environment are there to watch a movie and not kill fucking time. You know? Mm-hmm. So, and I, so I watched the movie and it let out. It started at the movie actually started at two o'clock because they showed every movie trailer that had been released over the past six months before mm-hmm. it started. Mm-hmm. I've never, dude, never sat through this many movie trailers. It's like one after another, after another, after another. I'm like, this is the fifth fucking trailer. Then we get another one. Then we get another one. And finally, I'm just like, is the movie going to fucking come on? You know? Yeah. Did we play ourselves? So 30 minutes of trailers. So trailers are what? Three, three minutes at yeah, most. Two and a half, to three minutes. That's a lot of fucking movie trailers, dude. Wow. Yeah. And then the, the movie finally came on and I just fucking zoned out and just enjoyed it. 
Started mouth breathing. Yeah. There was a couple that was way down, and then there was a, two guys that were sitting to my left, a couple of rows down. So five said, people. Yeah. I said, I was the first one in there. I sat perfectly in you the center the of the seat? theater. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And nobody sat behind you. Nobody. So I could vape in there. So that made it worth what it. What you want to do right there? Mm hmm. We got a pre star. Yeah, I give it a start. It's really good. There's a lot going on. Is it on. funny? I heard it was funny. It it has some funny parts. It's just, it's weird, dude. If I tell you anything about it, it'll spoil it. Okay. But like I said the other night, like he goes back and recuts a lot of this old footage with, with DiCaprio. With this and, actor. Yeah, and it looks fucking great, you know? Yeah. Excuse <coughs> me. All right. It's, well, next week. It's, it's going to be studied. It'll be in film schools? I think so, because, like, hey, you're following Rick Dalton onto a, a movie. A fictional set. character. Yeah. And he onto inserts him into movies that were shot back in the day. 50 years ago. So, but, yeah, um, you watch him acting in a movie, in a scene playing another character it's like actorception you know what i mean <laughs> which he was it really in, is he was in yeah. yeah so it all well, he comes was ready together. for it yeah um but yeah what an adventure yeah that <laughs> this was is the kind of fucking event. dedication mm-hmm. but i, I was so long forgot how to vacation mm-hmm so next yeah. week, uh, far from home. Are y'all ready? I'm ready. I've been ready. I'm going to go ahead and do this. I haven't seen the movie. I'm dropping a star. Three star? Dude, you know we're all going to give it a full star already. Yeah, I know. It's getting three stars. Yeah. Right? It's got to. It's got to. I Everybody says that it is the greatest Spider-Man movie ever made. Better, better than Spider-Man Two. That's what they're saying. It's my man. favorite. Yeah. All right, we'll see. We will see. Keep it rigid. Checks in the mail. <laughs> <laughs>